You're back in charge. I am back not in charge. You're back in charge. <laughs> no. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I told you he was in charge. I don't. Awkward silence is hard, but now what do we? What do we say? I have to go back to my own podcast to see. Hey, welcome back to your podcast. Yeah. What episode is this? <laughs> well, that's what me and Chris always argue about. We just finally say it's. We finally say Jason will figure it out later. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to season four. This is episode seven. All right. Episode or possibly seven. not. It depends wow. on which oh, one yeah, we because after we do this batch, it could be posted separately. Yeah. This so. is to be determined after episode. Hey, I got a great idea. Why don't you tell them to read the title? <laughs> <laughs> depends on when it posts. It, whatever well, it is. You know, we, we put up one from season three and season four last episode, too, so... There is a good chance this might not even be season four. <laughs> yeah, not be five. Who knows? Yeah. So I think this is the just watching you even seeing or hearing. Yeah. So uh, I guess we need to cover a few things. First off, we need to introduce all the new people at the table. Who are you, sir? Who are you, sir? Uh, you do me last because I'm going to. I'll figure it out as you go. <laughs> as you go. Yeah. Somebody got mad at me because we don't introduce the new people, and I'm like, "Well, that's part of the thing. We got to keep them watching." What if they don't and like? What if they don't like our new person? And if we tell them who they are right off the bat, they quit. Well, <laughs> so if we wait 15 were, or 20 minutes yeah. into the podcast and tell yeah. them. So I don't know if, if y'all saw the most recent episode we put up, but we had um, oh, really? uh, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt join us. Oh, nice. And uh, he he has a, a career that he can't really disclose on the internet so the guy who was asking was on that episode like you guys didn't introduce who the people are we're like we can't <laughs> we can talk to these individuals yes. we just can't release me. and then I, I was, so I, like, I wrote him a comment I was nice and he said thanks um, I was like yeah the, the Chad, Chad he does stuff with other people's money that's about as much as I can tell you. And, and Dan <laughs> He's a scientist for diseases and stuff, and that's about as much as I can tell you. So just take my word for it. Yeah. I don't know. What, yeah. You know, it is what it is. They're, they're cool guys. All right. So uh, I uh, I am dirt perfect. Are you? I guess I am. <laughs> Nobody else wants to be me, so I guess I'll take it. <laughs> well, you don't have a choice. We got the one and only. Officer Hoover, which is supposed to be I Trooper. I let him introduce himself. I know, but everybody gets mad at me because I call him Officer Hoover because I'm being disrespectful, which I think I'm being respectful by calling no, him Officer I, Hoover. Yeah, that, How is that disrespectful? Because he's a trooper. He's not an officer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Here we go. Would you rather be called Trooper, Super Troopers, or Officer Hoover? <laughs> hey, now we can sit here and start doing some major. As long yeah. as I'm not in handcuffs, right I'm calling whatever I, I did so Whatever you want to be called. Well, I, well I, that, I, I called Hoover one day. I'm like, listen, I'm not disrespecting you, anybody, because I don't mean to by calling you. That's just what I've always called him is Officer Hoover. Hey, I've been called a lot of stuff, so. Chris Hoover calls you Mr. Hoover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hoover. <laughs> well, well, former Chris, there was one day. <laughs> came down here on a spur for something and oh he had that old dually sideways come off that interstate. Oh yeah, that's whatever the combo oh, broke down. I tried to call him and it's So the dead. funny part was the funny part was Chris calls me combines down, he's like madder than a hornet. Yeah. Flying Mach ninety. He goes flying around the corner rolling call going to the parts store. Well Five, uh, as soon as he gets around the corner of the parts store, I get this boxer from Chris. He said, is Hoover in town? <laughs> and like, four or five minutes later, I get a boxer from Hoover. Is Chris running parts over by uh, St. Anthony? I'm like, this ain't, this ain't coincidence, you know? Uh, new phone, new disc. <laughs> maybe I'll watch, maybe I'll even box for each other. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I, I had no idea wanted. what had transpired. They passed <laughs> You're each like, uh oh. I didn't know they passed each other doing 80 and one of them was sideways. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What did you do? Yeah. I'm like, I should probably just stay out of this. No, I agree. <laughs> so, but uh, no, good to have no, a. Long, long story short, no, I don't care. Officer Hoover, Hoover. Yeah. You're saying, and Hoover and I have been friends way before any of this social media crazy yeah. crap that starts yeah. so we go we go we go way back yeah we go all the way back to the first time you pulled me over <laughs> exactly. this episode brought to you by the statute of limitations <laughs> <laughs> what is that by the way <laughs> we ain't there yet That's no we're all actually in town uh big thanks to hoover he's doing a dot training for us tomorrow so uh in town and then uh, Sam, the one yep. going, TriStar Digging. TriStar Digging, Tennessee. Tri yep. Tennessee. Yep. He's um, ventured up for the training, and we roped him into a podcast. Got a little <laughs> little YouTube channel of his own. I don't know that you roped me into it. You said, hey, how about a podcast? And I said something like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll learn. They so. always learn. <laughs> Well, they say that the first time. The second time. Yeah, yeah. He'll, be, he'll be laughing when I'm like, hey, uh, get out of my state. You've got to be the hat. So, uh, I keep seeing him on, Chris, on his channel. I'm like, oh, Chris always so goes back to the first podcast that he did with me. He's like, you know who was snoring in the background? Oh, dog, is Uber fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> in, in, in my defense, I drove him all the way from Derby <laughs> to Dallas, true. Texas. That doesn't matter. And we almost got in one little, oh, if you, big old Chris, you know, yeah. he, woo! <laughs> when that truck came Came over and I punched it and got that big old van through that. Well, gap. you should have known he's good at being sideways. I mean, yeah, yeah. Statue of limitations. But yeah, so. he's like, I'm like, oh, sorry, <laughs> I got you down there. But all right, well, anyways, we got the band back together. Around, oh, who are you? We forgot about you again. Oh, it is my turn, isn't it? It is. Uh, well, I, maybe by the time this goes up, I'm allowed to be on social media again. Oh yeah. I'm Jason Works a lot. Yeah, you're also our sound engineer, so they don't sound like the sound on this episode. It's back on your shoulders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a feat getting in, getting the sound. Oh, basically, sweet Jesus! Basically, four hours later, <laughs> you're the guy that yeah. gets blamed yeah. for, right? Yeah. So, can before we get into this whole episode, can we talk about the name of this podcast? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so everybody thinks that the podcast is a few points from perfect, which meaning dirt perfect. Well, when we came up with this, we're like. We need something that's like just a little bit shy of, of good. You know? That's what we're going to be. We're going to be just a little good is here. We're just out of reach of good. Almost to good. Yeah, so it's like when you have a level in your hand, you're just a few yeah. points from perfect, you know? Yeah. That's what this was, which yeah. stemmed into. Yeah, well, that's exactly what I thought it was a few points from perfect, meaning from dirt perfect. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 After the so, first episode, we were like, oh. I wonder how many people will make that connection. <laughs> <laughs> this this whole podcast idea was yours. Yeah, I wasn't one hundred percent on board with you it. You were not on board with this. You're like, you oh really? What? Oh no. Like you got time for that shit? I know. Yeah. Uh, how'd that work out for you? Well, <laughs> what's Forty-two episodes later. Sixty-four. Yeah. This is our sixty-fourth episode. Sixty-fourth episode. No kidding. Damn. Some, some people say I talk a lot. Can you believe that? Yeah, Some people that. tell me not to talk. <laughs> There's several videos where That's he's talking. That's why I started calling a few points from Jason. Like, what? <laughs> no, no, let him talk. Yeah. I want to hear him. I mean, I, don't <coughs> I enjoy doing it. I like being able to try and push out information to people that could you know, actually help. What's cool about the podcast platform is, is we can't sit here and have these lengthy, lengthy discussions on my, on my main channel. Right. Right. There's a handful of people that would enjoy it, and most of the people are yeah. care less. Gone. So... Jumping on this platform, it gives us a chance to interview other people. Yeah. You know, we've had Matt Decent Creek, Chris mm -hmm. Let's Dig, 
Uh, and the list goes on. Uh, we've had yeah. a bunch of different ones on here. Check time with Tim, Todd, blah, blah, blah. Uh, interview those guys, get some background on them. But we can also have lengthy discussions about business and farming and got to be and just yeah. our thoughts on stuff. We ain't saying you need to take what we say is it to gospel. <laughs> but you could. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, if you want to end up, end up in a podunk shop in Hilljack, Indiana, <laughs> talking to a computer screen, hoping somebody's on the other side, follow me. Like I said, this episode brought to you by the Statue of Limitations. If <laughs> you want to make something out of your life, try doing what we don't say or doing the opposite. So of it's advice nonetheless. Yeah. Hmm? Take your leave. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go with this information, and you, it's like it's like it's like bacon, it's like it's like <laughs> it's like you know butter and sugar. You can form that into a lot of different things. We're just giving you ingredients. <laughs> what? what I don't think I'm a lame. What was Wait, that show? how did we get to bacon butter with money? Yeah. <laughs> Tonight, I'm baking with money. Yeah. The butter and sugar does a lot of stuff. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that, Sam, I got a cookie over. <laughs> You have cookies? Huh? Yeah. I made them myself. Oh, I am not. Better donuts. Through his mom. Oh. <laughs> well, I um, mean, through mom's hands. I mean. <laughs> mom, I got a podcast tonight. Can you make the guys some cookies? Yeah. <laughs> Laugh all you want. Son, you're not in high school no more. I know. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> all right. Are we ready to get down to something important? Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm just wondering if the lapel mics, everybody's in here is all chewing now. Well, we'll blame that on mom. She's not here. Okay. Not my fault for once. That's cool. This cookie break brought to you by Pillsbury. <laughs> Mama Simon. Thanks, Mom. Oh, yeah, we're all chewing now. We're back and talk. Oh, we got right, to sink what, this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why they munch on the cookies, we'll, we'll talk about them. No. <laughs> so tonight I saw this red pickup truck. And it was. <laughs> I saw it, too. I hit, the, I hit the rear lights, didn't even tap the brakes, say hello or okay. <laughs> If I had been on duty that night, that would have been a flip and turn and burn. No, I would have been saying, you remember that time you passed that gray farm truck sideways at 80 in the middle highway? <laughs> it's a good thing Farmer Chris ain't here tonight. He's not here to defend himself. Oh, my gosh. He come around that curb. And I'm like, holy cow. The funny part was he got away the parts and realized he forgot his wallet. <laughs> oh, no. Well, he was angry. Yeah, I forgot his wallet. Phone went dead. He didn't have a charger. He was hungry and yeah. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> that was the day that Chris opened his tab at the store. <laughs> I have credit. Yeah. <laughs> you know where I live. Poor Chris. So let's let's recap this real quick. Jason taught me into this podcast a few years ago. He thought it'd be cool. Ain't nothing I ever intended or would have done on my own. And uh, it's been a good time. The ultimate plan was for you to move here to Indiana so we could do a lot of these together. Yeah, I didn't screw that up, didn't I? That didn't quite work out. No. And we can't tell everybody where you've been. That'll come out later. Yeah, at some point. I finally, but, uh, I've been telling a lot of people. They keep asking me when I'm going to make videos again. And I'm like, we're getting there. Yeah. Well, the thing happened, and now we just got to make sure it doesn't get a peep. Yeah, and uh, there's <laughs> so. some funny stories that come out of that. Uh, Farmer Chris has kind of jumped in, hosted a few, and you're yeah. absent, helping us out a little bit, which he's, he's, he's wealth of knowledge and brings some... I'm I'm enjoying it. I don't mind at all. Yeah, I still get to edit them. Yeah, and hopefully you'll <laughs> get around to doing some podcasts without me. Yeah, once I have a place to set up all this crap, I think I got a plan to possibly get us a studio oh. at some point. All right. Yeah. I mean, I got to build a new shop to do it. But. No, but this, this, you don't need to build a new shop. You need to build a studio. Yeah, and the studio will have a shop in it. It could possibly. We don't know what that space will be for. Something, yeah, I'm sure. That'll be big enough to fit my stuff in. Yeah, yeah. That, because we need backgrounds. 
Yeah. Tell you what, I'm going to build a storage locker with tools in it. Storage. <laughs> now hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> this it, is how our podcast goes. I hope you ever listen oh, yeah, to it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this is par. <laughs> par. If it's portable. Or. Oh. Oh. If it's mobile, do you still have to pay? Like, does your property tax still get yourself? So you want to hear a funny story? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm here in bus 2.0. I'm here. Studio. I'm here and somebody's going to die. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm threatening an officer or a trooper, but I'm saying if bus 2.0 happens. That bus 2.0 was for you, but damn. I don't know if my marriage can handle another bus. But So I'll, I think I've told this story somewhere before, but it's been a long time if I did. Oh, about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I was getting at. You kind of what you're getting at? Yeah. So, the first time I met Officer Hoover, he pulled me over. I had a laundry list stuff wrong with everything. It was a bad deal. Hey, you were so the most he, honest driver I'd ever come across. Thank you. I, do, I got I, one thing. I had okay. to go, sir, hold on. Let me get out my notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down. Yeah. I would have never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Damn. So, anyways, uh, he, I said, man, I got this air truck I'm trying to put on the road. Would you care to come look at it before I put it on the road? He's like, sure. So I call him up here. It's the model Mac I had. Never made YouTube. Cool old truck, though. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, at that time, I was building a cabin in the driveway. Oh, yes. <coughs> the cabin. So. It's awesome. We're up here. Uh, we're up here talking or whatever. And we and this. It's like probably. That's honestly the day me and you probably become friends. Yeah. We're up here. He's getting ready to leave. And I'm thinking, oh, man, this is pretty cool. You know, got me a new friend. And he can help me out. And blah, blah, blah. This is going really good. Getting ready to call him in his car, his old crown, Nick to head out. He goes, What are you gonna do in that cabin over there? I said, oh, We're gonna take it down there to camp. He goes, How are you getting there? I said, Straight over the hill. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, we're, we made it on these kids so we could drag it down the hill and well, drag it and I'm thinking in my head, I just lied to him. This is going to be so bad. <laughs> my new friend, I lied to him. So a week later, I'm on Facebook and I see this cabin coming down the road on the back of a Mac. And I'm like, <laughs> I go, hey, Mike, what's this? Uh, uh, no, uh. I know. I was pretty slick with my answer. I said, dude, you ought to try this new airbrush stuff. It was amazing. <laughs> and you can make anything but realistic. <laughs> Photoshop, Photoshop, airbrush, cut and paste. I'm like, that cabin has ghost flames on it. How'd that cabin get down the hill? Magic. So, yeah, that's how we got started off. Well, Mr. Hoover, it was too wide, so we cut it right down the middle. (laughs) You always have that. This thing was 14 foot tall before I loaded on a 3 foot tall trailer. (laughs) Which one is it? Bob's. Yeah. But you've stayed in that cabin, and it's been nice, right? Oh, yeah. So it's a good thing you got I've, there. I've reaped the benefits. Yeah. yeah. And you couldn't do that now. you get got about six foot or six inches of asphalt between here and there. Yeah. It'd be... Yeah, it was... I had to get the fire yeah, company here to raise a few power lines. It was... That was... That have was you ever drugged them with the dozer, though? Mm-hmm. You have, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that was the original purpose of the skids. Yeah, yeah that and... The, well, that uh, first low boy trailer I had, which he remembers, but none of you guys remember. Oh, that yellow one? That uh, black, well, it was yellow one time, but yeah. uh, was it detached? No, it was. Uh, oh, this this thing was a jewel. He, oh, said he had cut trees out of it to get it yeah, out of the it woods. Was, it, was, it had brakes on it. I never. But seen I actually it built it. I actually built it to go on that trailer. Okay. Uh, and once I got rid of that trailer, I never really retrofitted any of their trailers. Though. It would have went. Excuse me. It would have fit on my other trailer I bought after that, but we never did put it up on there. That thing was so the trailer's eight foot wide, the cabin's sixteen foot wide. 
You don't think the road leans that much, but you go around a corner and it's top heavy and it's like, get back here, where are you going? Wow. He's got office chairs and like shop creepers <laughs> under it. I got this. We get back down that side. Yeah, we're only going over the hill. Come on, right side airbags, help me out here. <laughs> Don't blow a tire. Yeah. Aaron's out there pushing. <laughs> It's uh, or you had Aaron inside of it, yeah, switching from one yeah. side to the other. I can just see Aaron left. No, you're out of left. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking out the back window. Uh, uh, Mike, I'm walking on the walls. Is that <laughs> is that bad? Yeah, that's about par for the course. No, the uh, fortunately it hasn't happened while I'm doing YouTube's. It only happens about every five to ten years. But we uh, take the excavator and lift them up on blocks and leave yeah. them in place now. Oh, yeah. oh you see them drive. Yeah, for, no, the, for the flood. For the floods. But we could if we need. If if there, I, if I knew the way the river predictions go, I'd never have enough advanced warning because they sit on an island and eventually the island goes under. So you got to make a decision pretty early. Uh, we do have the option to drag them out if we need, especially if this dozer in the ripper. I could drag oh, yeah, him really easy. Oh, hell yeah. This one can't even pull a top. Uh, <laughs> pull a rider in two. Oh, hell <laughs> Snap, crackle, pop. Yeah. No, it's just a pop. It's just a pop. So, so, technically speaking, is that still pulling the plow? Huh? Did it still pull the plow? Because oh, yeah. the plow kind of stayed. Well, it pulled her and pushed her right back together, and then she <laughs> fell over. <laughs> All right, can we get to Sam, this poor guy? Sam. <laughs> yeah, hi. Here I am. Sam, I am. He drove uh, six hours to get here, and all we talked about is stupid crap. Yeah, he drove 13 hours to get here, and we always talk about it. Yeah, so, all right, Sam, this is the, uh, we'll get to, we're getting to Sam now. All right. Second time we met. Yep. First time was uh, Utility Expo. Yep. And uh, that's where I wear my belt. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly So, what first things first, we're going to find out if we're friends or not. Are you going to vouch that I won that fair? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, everybody thinks I'm a big old yeah. cheater. Yeah. I don't. I just showed up I and got it up. I watched you win that thing. I watched you win everything else, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah. So, anyways, obviously, we ultimately met through YouTube. Right. First time we met in person at the Utility Expo up there. I don't know a whole lot about Sam. I know a little bit about your past. I know you started on YouTube. You got a little excavating business going on. So I'll let you take it away for a minute. What, what, uh, how'd Sam get here? How'd Sam end up in a random garage in Southern That Indiana? is a good question. How, <laughs> you know, I've pulled up the Derby Market and I'm just like, this is the Derby Market. And then when I walked in here, I told Mike, I said, you just got to give me a minute. I'm Fangirl 5000 here. <laughs> so let me, let me just absorb all this stuff here because. It's interesting, and Mike said this well uh, in uh, early on in his channel. What the opportunities that that YouTube gives you uh, is pretty amazing. So, just to put that in perspective. I was sitting in my house some four or four and a half years ago watching Dirt Perfect videos, and uh, you couldn't find anything better. <laughs> you know, I I was watching that. I guess you're the very because here's the I get so twist, twisted twisted up. Here's how I got started in excavation work, and this is how it comes into your channel. Um, I was farming full time, and, and I had a chicken farm that we, had, we was raising about a million and a half chickens a year. So, was this uh, a family operation or something you built from the ground? I built we, my wife and I built it from from scratch. So did, <laughs> literally, did you have a um, did you have like a farming background? Yeah, yeah. I grew up on a farm. We had cattle and hogs, and so I had a farming background, and then uh, uh, did different things, and then. Eventually, I said, "You know what? Let's let's try this farming thing." And and I hadn't <laughs> didn't know. The only thing I knew about chickens is I like to eat them, <laughs> and they <laughs> and they laid eggs. <laughs> so, uh, 
But I got interested in chicken farming, and we built this farm, and uh, we were raising about a million and a half chickens a year, and we get about 240, 240,000 at a time. And our biggest houses were they were 66 foot wide and 600 foot long. Holy cow. So that was the two big ones. I mean, that's pretty common around here as well. I mean, we got a lot of chicken and turkey farms around here, so I kind of somewhat familiar with your... Uh, uh, somewhat familiar with what you're trying to say, and I don't think, I don't think a lot of people understand it. I don't think there's any way we can explain to them the process of raising birds. Oh wow, that it, is uh, absolutely. You, you literally, I was raising broiler chickens and for meat, meat chickens, <clears throat> and we'd raise them from chicks one to two days old up to you know the biggest ones I had like six thirty three, six pounds, uh, uh, six point three three pounds. And you're always on pins and needles because there's so many. I counted one time, and there was like 350 electric motors on the farm. Yeah, running different. Things. And if the power goes out, the power goes out. You got generators. I had a, um, a Cummins generator, 150 kW well, Cummins I generator. I wouldn't rely on that for anything. That um, <laughs> it, it ran a set of four houses, and I had another one that ran the other. It's two. a good thing it was part time. <laughs> Did it have emissions? <laughs> no, oh, it okay. was wide open yeah. and that baby kicked on wide open. So how I got into excavation, I had a real estate agent call me one day. She said, are you still, are you still interested in selling your farm? I said, I don't know. Any, anything's for sale. So how long, how long, how many years did it take you to get this farm built up to this point? Uh, we, we started that in, uh, gosh, now you're asking hard questions. <laughs> uh, I think that was 2014. Was uh, the last part of 2014? We bought the land in 13. Last part of 2014, we got the first two houses going, and then uh, so we did that. We did that about six years. Um, so were, you, were you leased on with somebody or affiliated with a? It's a, you're a contract grower. Con, yeah, contract grower. Yeah, I guess. contract grower. Uh, so the company that I was growing for, they own the chickens, they own the feed, they own everything to do with the chicken except for the farm. And uh, I own the barns, the equipment, and the land, and all that. They paid me to grow their chickens, basically. Mm. How that worked. And um, so the real estate agent called me, and she said, "Are you you still interested in selling your farm?" I said, "Well, I don't know. Maybe for the right price." And she said, "Well, what is that price?" <laughs> that was, uh, so I said, "Let me get back with you." So I got back with her in a few days, and, and I gave her a price, and and uh, she called me back in about five days and said, "He's going to take it." I was like. <laughs> now what? Maybe uh maybe I didn't price it enough. Uh, so you had one more zero to that. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm excited. This farm's gonna sell, and we're gonna do fairly well. Sell on the farm. We done well growing, and done well selling the farm. And my wife and I were sitting at the kitchen table one, <laughs> and she said, uh, "And I'm still excited, right?" I, she said, "What are you gonna do?" <laughs> I said, "What do you mean? What we're gonna do?" She said, "Come June whatever 19th." She said, "We close this. You don't have a job." I was like, did, that's a good question. <laughs> did you live on the farm? Or? No, we did for a short time. Then we kind of got homesick. We moved back to where okay. I say homesick. It was only like four miles away, five miles away. So, so whenever you sold the farm, you didn't sell the house? We did sell the house that we were in while we were there. But we had our original house. Original yeah. house. Okay. Yeah, yeah, where I grew up at, really. Um, so that was a good question. What was it going to do? I, I didn't know what I was going to do. We had the skid steer, the 259D skid steer that people see on my channel. I had that, had started doing a little bit of land clearing. And um, so I thought, well, I'm just going to run the skid steer some more. I'm just going to learn how to do that, learn how to build some pads and stuff. Funny story, I had a call <laughs> after this happened. I was full time excavation <laughs> with the skid steer. 
Hey, got we it. all got to start somewhere. <laughs> I, love, I love those. Yeah. <laughs> I love those. What, what kind of truck and trailer did you have? <laughs> <laughs> Statue of limitations, what was that? <laughs> I do believe it. Oh, this we're different states. We're different states. This is a different state. We're not a hypothetical. He's got a whole other excuse I don't. He's in a whole other state. Hypothetically. Uh, no, I, was, I had a little uh, 1997 uh, F350 Dually, and uh, it was a cool little truck. I actually still got that. I put a dump bed on it, and I had a 14,000-pound gooseneck trailer. So, oh, he yeah, was Dually and gooseneck. Yeah, yeah, he was golden for one of those good old, yeah. Yeah, he was just a little bigger, and then I asked to see his registration. Well, it's not my trailer. It's my grandpa's. Uh, <laughs> Which was true. It, it was. So now... Um, you talked, you had law enforcement background. Mm -hmm. Was I assume law enforcement, you got out of that and started mm -hmm. to farm yep. then? Yeah, I was in law enforcement for 23 years. And, uh, really? With the yeah. county or city agency? That, I was, it was kind of a Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I started out in a little bitty city and then I went to a county and then I went to a bigger city um, and then I went to a state drug task force. That state drug task force assigned me to a DEA office in Chattanooga. And then um, I did that for a while, and I came back, and I was hired by a sheriff's office where I live at. They sent me back to DEA in Chattanooga for, to be a task force officer down there. And then uh, I had, then I come back from that, and they promoted, promoted me to lieutenant over special operations. Job I, I wanted the whole time. I really wanted that job. And by the time I got it, I was done. <laughs> I was, it was just, I was worried. Yeah. Had all, had all I wanted. Well, if you ever want to move to Indiana, we're hiring them guys. <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> I will pick up cans. <laughs> no, I had 23 years. No, and it, and it, it was, it was good, but I was, I was yeah. done. I was yeah. tired. And then yeah. that's how we, I said, what? So same situation. I'm getting ready to find something to do besides that. Well, what am I going to do? <laughs> so I started thinking about the chicken yeah. farming because I had the background in farming. Mm -hmm. And that's how I got into the okay. chicken farming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so sell the chicken farm. You're driving around with your Ford and your little cat skid steer. Yeah. Funny story about building pads. And uh, so I look back on that now and realize how much I really didn't know. <laughs> and, how much, and how much I learned from each job. First pad ever built, guy calls me and said, uh, can you build a, can you, I got your number from so-and-so. Can I'm going to build an above ground pool. Can you build me a pad for my above ground pool? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> you want the water to stay in it? Sure, I can. Well, so, how do you exactly. build a plug a dirt perfect? Yeah. That's oh, where boy. you plug in dirt perfect. Yeah. So this guy calls hey, me. It's called dirt perfect, not dirt perfect university. I'm just <laughs> it's actually I refer to it as YouTube University because yeah. that's where literally I learned a lot of stuff that I I tried to put try to put in practice today. Um, so anyway, this guy calls me like on a Monday or Tuesday. Says, yeah, I can do that Friday. And, and uh, no, it was actually called me a Tuesday, and it was, I had to go do it on Wednesday. So that night I was hunting. I was hunting uh, YouTube channels on how to build build pads. And I called a buddy. I didn't even own a laser. Didn't own a rotary, didn't own a rotary laser. I called a buddy of mine that had one sell. I said, hey, you still got that rotary <laughs> laser? <laughs> yeah, I've got it. He said, you want to sell it? I said, yeah. And I said, well, I'm on the way because <laughs> I've got to build a pad tomorrow. <laughs> Um, so literally watched several videos and uh, went to build that pad and for the first three quarters of the day it was terrible. <laughs> so uh, finally figured out how to run the laser <laughs> and uh, get that pad on grade and got that done. So that, that was my first experience. So that's where you plug in Dirt Perfect. And uh, Mike was probably one of the first channels that I found. And then um, I needed to learn how to do excavation work because I didn't have a clue. I, mean, I literally didn't have a clue. 
and that's that's I just got started watching videos and uh, taking jobs that kind of was outside of my wheel wheelhouse so to say yeah. but I wanted to learn it so uh, this uh, this past summer I built a, a big pond for me a uh, small pond for for Mike and uh, it was outside my wheelhouse and I said you know what I'm gonna build this pond I'm gonna I'm gonna do this so I'm gonna kind of interrupt here for a second I just want to catch on a few different things you know some people kind of ask why my channel was successful, why it takes off a little bit, and I want you to speak on this. I'm not making this as a statement, but whenever I go onto YouTube, everybody's asked what I watch on YouTube. I don't watch dirt videos. I do it all day, yeah. every day long. I go on there, I want to learn about stuff I know nothing about. Huh. And one of my guilty passions on YouTube is aviation. I found out on these aviation channels when I watched them that there's guys that can talk very technical and I can understand because they explain the stupid shit like what acronyms mean and like a rudder you know where the rudder located at just stuff to us that is so dumb or stuff to people in that world is so dumb but for somebody who don't know nothing about it it's, it's information you need to go to the next piece yep. so whenever I first started doing YouTube I felt so stupid because I felt like I was explaining the absolute most basic thing Ever, but I had to keep telling myself. I need that. I had to keep telling myself. People watching it is like me watching those aviation exactly. videos. They don't have a damn clue. Exactly. So, as long as I start the sentence off with something that explains the technicality that's getting ready to come, there's a better chance you're going to explain it later. And some people think what we do is the most brainless work ever, just digging in the dirt and running a piece of equipment. Yeah, and, I invite them to try it. And some guys, <laughs> and some guys, and I'm not saying I'm one of them, but some of them guys can make it look really damn easy, mm -hmm. like Jerry. He can Jerry's, run a dozer yeah. and do things with a dozer that looks so simple, but mm -hmm. it is impossible to duplicate. Mm -hmm. So I guess two things. Well, one thing all in one. Like what's your your experience starting from scratch? Obviously, yeah. it's not as easy as it looks. Very scratch. And then two, you know, like from the YouTube perspective, that take of explaining the the most <coughs> excuse me, the most basic things. Right. And so, case in point, you uh, did a video one time years ago, and you were talking about dirt building up on the blade. And I, I think I had just got a dozer and was looking at getting a dozer. We got to get into how some uh, how I learned how to run some of this equipment too, <laughs> but. But uh, you were talking about uh, dirt buildup on the blade. You drove by a job site on the way down. Oh, yeah? I know where you were talking about, yeah. Yeah, so in doing that. I think that, I was teaching that. And you were explaining it. You were talking, you drive up on the top of the blade, and then you drop your blade, and you reverse at the same time, and it drops that dirt off of it. And I'm like, that's genius. <laughs> now, why, did, why didn't I know that? And then another, another situation is um, you were spreading topsoil around the house, and you had a big pile of topsoil there. My thought process was you just start climbing up on the dirt and just pushing around. Well, you started talking about cutting dirt yeah. out of the pile of the side and, and blade, the way you do your blade. And so that is what somebody like me, <coughs> an absolute amateur novice person trying to learn how to do dirt work, is from. And that's kind of how I model my videos is try to explain to people what it is I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And I yeah. found that people really like that, but but there but there are limits because you can't go on about the same thing yeah. for a long time. You got to kind of keep. You got to keep the show going. <laughs> yep, keep exactly. the show going. So it's really important for channels, dirt channels like us, to explain why we're doing it because there are people watching it that, like me, that was green as a gourd that want to know why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. The next thing you run into is is what we do here and what is acceptable here 
in some yeah. places is right. not. Right. It ain't my fault you can't do that where you're at, so don't get mad at me because right. I'm telling you what we can do here. Right. Good point is that up north uh, in really cold climates, they've got frost lines. Yep. Frost lines that they have to dig below the frost line. Well, I'm putting in water lines 18 inches deep, yeah. and it blows people's mind that oh, I'm putting yeah. in water lines. That's what I was going to say. Water lines and footers are the two most common exactly. things. They just Footers are typically sometimes 8, 10, and 12 yeah. inches deep, 2 foot wide. I always get, I always love the comment, that would never pass code in California. Right. Uh, I don't think I'm building in California. I think yeah. I'm building in Indiana, so why do I care about California code? It's yeah. useless to me. Absolutely yeah. freaking worthless. Yeah. So it's important to, for you to explain what's going on in your climate, me to explain what's going on in my climate, because it's different wherever, yeah. wherever you are. Quite a bit different. Yeah. That's another thing that's cool about YouTube is you get to see how different people do different things around the world yeah. or in different areas with different dirt. Mm -hmm. uh, there's some things you can pick up from it and apply to what you do here. There's some stuff that just, you know, is just, it's just to that area. But yeah. um, I did find it interesting, though, that you said you don't watch a lot of dirt channels, if any, and... It's your interest or another stuff thing. And so I'm right the opposite. I every dirt channel that I can find, I watch it. Well, but I think, I'm still learning. I think you're still new to, I don't want to say new to the industry. I don't oh, know. I am. Absolutely, yeah. You know, so dirt. So I've been doing this from the whenever I was, I mean, not to give my age away, but I'm 43 years old. I've been moving dirt with something since I was seven or eight years old. <laughs> um, and I'm not saying I know everything there is to know about all this stuff, but I've been around and seen a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've got to the point where I'm pretty confident in what I do. And if I don't know, I know who to get a hold of. Mm -hmm. You know, i got a lot of good contacts. You live it for that long, I don't want to say I'm burnt out on it, but I feel like I hit a plateau. I like, I know I can go farther. I get into these bigger civil jobs, but I don't want to take that next step. I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm happy where I'm at. Yeah. And I'm pretty confident in my abilities where I'm at, my knowledge where I'm at. Uh, but I'm a very curious mind. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like aviation was something – I knew nothing about, yeah. and it, and I started watching videos on it. Went down the rabbit hole and kind of got hooked on it. And which channel got you? Uh, I was gonna say now. There's two mentor pilots, probably number one. Okay. And he does uh, not. I won't get way too far off. He does a very good job of uh, crash analysis. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen any of his videos? I subscribe. And he goes <laughs> he goes through and reads yeah. the he goes through and reads the crash report. Mm -hmm. Oh. And then he turns around and interprets it into a way I can understand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's another one called uh, Captain Joe. Yep. Uh, Captain Joe does a very good job of explaining systems on an aircraft and why they're there and what they work and what mm -hmm. they do. And then there's another one called 7-4 Gear, which is Kelsey. I've not heard that. Uh, he, does, uh, he does, like, his big claim to fame was, like, viral debriefs. Okay. So, like, if a video of an airplane goes viral. He'll break it down, explain what all happened and what's going on and why it did what it did. That's fascinating that you're and, uh, different interests people have. Yeah, so those, a mentor pilot was probably the first one that really got me kind of hooked on those, just kind of understanding the understanding the philosophy and the mindset of a pilot because it's so much different than any other occupation. Mm -hmm. And then, then the engineering on an aircraft is so different than anything else because everything has two or three redundancies. Mm -hmm. Everything has two or three backups. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I'd say out of all, and I'm just pulling this, this ain't a statistic, but out of half the, I'd say 50% of the crash investigations I've heard him talk about, a lot of them come down to the human element being the reason for a crash, whether it's air traffic control or the plane or, uh, you know, there is some of them that are just straight up mechanical failures, but there's also stories he does, I shouldn't say they're crash investigations, they're, uh, 
accident investigations because some of these guys get these planes on the grounds that never should have landed just because they're so damn good at their job. Mm-hmm. They under, understand that plane so well, and they understand their airmanship and just like just do unbelievable things yeah. to get these planes on the ground safe, yeah. which is, uh, I don't know, it just fascinates me. I, have you watched Mike Patey at all? I have not. Uh, <clears throat> Larry is another guy. Yeah, but Mike Mike Patey's one of them. He uh, re-engineered his plane, built it, you know, yeah. and unfortunately he had, he crashed it, but he walked away from it. But but now he's building some big, massive house, 24. <coughs> I know there's a lot of aviation right. channels out there, which is just random people with their small plane flying around. That don't interest me. Like, mm-hmm. it's... It's the guys that get into the technical nuts and bolts and stuff. That's what, that's what kind of gets you. But that, yeah, it's, I mean, like, and, I, and this ain't a surprise. Chris knows this. I mean, I've probably watched maybe three of his videos in the last three or four years. Mm. How did he watch the videos I was in? You know what I mean? Mm. And I don't, I don't keep, I don't really care what he's doing because it ain't going to change what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like it don't. Uh, he's doing his thing. I'm doing my thing. I'd think he's probably the same way about me. Yeah. Uh, I'll, you know, whatever. Probably the most I ever watched Dirt Channels was in the very beginning, uh, just to kind of see what I don't want to say see what my competition was, but just see what people were doing. So you're saying you ever watched TriStar Digging? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I have never watched it. I will <laughs> say he's wearing your hat. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's been wearing my hat he's a lot. Wearing I mean, whenever, whenever a channel like yours starts getting some traction, and I start seeing it in the comments, or people start talking about it, mm-hmm. uh, or if you reach out to me, I'll flip over there and kind of see what's going on. Yeah, but I can, in, with all due respect to anybody, I could probably watch the first five minutes of one video, and I'll tell you if you're going to make it or not. <laughs> I mean, you do this long enough, you kind of know what's going to. Yeah. Uh, and I, I watch, I'm like watching you long enough, like yeah, hit me around for a while. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, whenever I've so, whenever I got started, there wasn't a whole lot. I mean, it was kind of me and the, the Chris. Rest, that's it. There wasn't much. Chris, Andrew. See, see, Andrew's one of those. He's not really dirt. He's 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 he's, he's in our world, but he's not like he's not a hired contractor. Right. Anywhere where he was, he wasn't at the scale we are as far as being he's hired good. contractors. He did property management. Really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now uh, he's I ain't dis I ain't discredited his business or what he's no, got right, going right, at all. Right. But he You're looking at the genre, I get it. Yeah. And that's like Matt with Diesel Creek. You know, he can he dabbles in the excavation a little bit, but that's not what his the bread and butter. Bread and no, butter no, of his no. you know. But after I got started, there was a handful of ones I know come up behind me like Dirt Boss, Todd, oh, Dig Life Twenty One. Uh there used to be that guy up there in Canada, rogue, rogue excavating. He went away. Ups take brush control. Up, John John's more brush control. Yeah, he's got. He's getting more next man. There's yeah. been a handful of guys, uh, kind of coming up behind me a little bit, which is cool to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't view anybody as a. I mean, if you if you pass me tomorrow, I'd be the happiest I could be for you. I'd be happy too. <laughs> <laughs> I'd uh, be different. <laughs> You'd Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
There's only uh, there's only one guy I ever really gunned for to get past, and that was like six months in. My thrill was over, and I'm done. So. <laughs> <laughs> correct or incorrect? Oh, yeah. You passed me in a week or two. I'm not talking about you. I know, <laughs> I know but the individual's probably watching this episode right now. I'll guarantee you, but he ain't got a comment. <laughs> So, he should. It's good for the album. But no, it's, uh, <laughs> I, you know, you live and breathe it every day, and you've done it for so long. Yeah. And if I watched your channel, don't take this the wrong way, there's, I shouldn't say it like that, because there is stuff I can learn. Excavate, no, I doubt it. <laughs> well, no, I'll, I'll give you an example. Excavating 320 plus 40. Yeah, I forgot about, I didn't forget about him. Uh, excavating 320 plus 40. His, his, channel's name's, his channel's name is Excavating 360. I, I call it 320 plus 40. God, it's Excavation 320. <laughs> well, I always, I always get mad at him and mess up his excavating name. Excavating 320, because he had a Bobcat 320. Yeah. Was it? Yes. I don't Jacob. remember Jacob. Oh, yeah. there's another one that I really learned a lot was uh, Dirt Ninja. Yeah, yeah. Todd. Todd's yep. good. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. He had a lot of videos. Yeah, but actually, back in the day, he was He was really, really good, yeah. yeah. I don't think he's doing anything. I've met anymore. Todd a few times. He's, yeah, he's, 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 he's doing less on social media, and he's wide open to the business. But So this is a little bit, he was a 14, 15-year-old kid. Whenever I got started, I've been doing this for a long time. I was new to YouTube. He had more subscribers than I did at the time. I thought, well, he just lives just up the road. I'll watch a few videos. I'll be damned if I didn't learn something about that little kid. Mm. And I told him in, in person, you know, he taught me how to put forks in a bucket. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, so. <laughs> you taught me. You just didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there is, there is always something to be learned, but I mean. Excavating 320. Yeah, it is excavating. There's old Jacob, yeah. <laughs> uh, there is something to be, there is something to be learned, but. I get aggravated a lot of times because I'm like, no, don't push right. that way. Or what right. the hell are you doing over there? Right. That's the wrong pattern. Or right. and, it, and it ain't going to do any good if you go into comments and mm -hmm. start commenting about this stuff. You're going to have to figure it out on your own. Because if I tell you quit that pattern or quit this or quit that, you're going to look at me like a deer in the headlights. Well, but, if, but if you do it wrong enough times, and then I tell you to do it, you're like, gosh, dang. The thing about that is. You've got to do it wrong before you learn how to do it right. If, if somebody tells me that I need to do it a different way, I've got to look at their background and see where they're coming from. And yeah, that's if they're the, coming uh, from a background of knowledge and understanding, right here, that's a car I'm going right to pay there. attention to that. Yeah. Yeah. But somebody that's telling me how to do this never even Well, and, and with social media in general, that's where you get probably 9 out of 10 of them are just those keyboard nerds. Mm. Well, you're an idiot. And it's like, yeah, but what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you work at McDonald's. Okay. So, you know... And then, like I said, you got guys... Well, I always get cautious, too, of telling people, like, just because I do it that way and it works for exactly. me, right. don't mean it's going to work for you and don't mean it's the right way to do it. Yeah. Um, there's, in, you know, like with Aaron and Matt and Cleveland and these guys, he hobbled these dozers, run his equipment. There's a difference between it being an operator and an excavator. An operator can get on a machine and make it do all the functions it needs to do smoothly. An excavator knows how to set up the job site, put the dirt where it needs to be, have the equipment positioned where it needs to be, have the flow set up, have your push trenches. You know, there's that's a whole. Once you learn how to run the equipment, then you got to learn how to move dirt. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's almost two completely different things. And that's that's where a guy like me, starting out from absolute scratch, not knowing anything about it, um, learned from people like you and these and other guys that are that are doing that because that's a lot of times where I struggle. Building that pond that I built this summer, that was I didn't I didn't make as much money as I should have on that job, 
but the value of experience, Educa- yeah, education yeah. I got from that job. Now that everybody talk to you about certain stuff, you'll know what I'm talking about. Exactly. It, it'll register. Because moving dirt around and sitting at the job site is something that I struggle with uh, every job, really. Just initially. You have, and you just have to go through so many job sites and log them in the memory break and remember. Yep. You got to walk up on that job site and visualize. If I got to move this over here. I can't put it there because it's going to be in the way of that. I can't put it here because it's going to be in the way of this. The straight shot makes the most sense, but that's going to be in the way of this. Yeah. Where can I put this dirt moving the least amount of times before I right. can get it where it needs to be? Right. And that was and that was where, and I think in your last video, or uh, video before last, you talked about how invaluable Bubba Dump was. Yeah. And, well, <laughs> the job you done two months ago, but the video just came out. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> two months. <laughs> The best one ever is whenever Cleveland was helping me it was the middle of the August and he showed up in a Carhartt, a sweatshirt, a sweatshirt and a Carhartt, hotter than hell outside. <laughs> I said, what the hell are you doing? He said, I'm filming for October. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So in that video, you, may, you, you alluded to the fact that uh, Bubba Dunt was invaluable, and and you said you even said it yourself, I'm, I wouldn't have said this sometime yeah. back, but now that I've got the truck, around, and same thing with my my little off road truck, it's it's a single axle, it's small, it's right. a ten eleven ton truck, but now that I have that, oh my god, yeah, what do you do without it? You're just like, how did I move dirt on that job to over there? Yeah, my biggest fear about having like Bubba Dunt was it was going to be worthless on these smaller jobs. How ends up being handier yeah. on these smaller jobs than what it does the damn yeah. big jobs? In in having it now, you realize. Yeah, and then it allows you to work days you couldn't work before. Exactly, because it gets around so much better. I was trying to move dirt around in a single axle international off road yeah. in the fields and stuff, getting stuck so much time. Yeah, and uh, I guess Dirt Boss was the first one I saw the little Hydrema. Yeah, uh, when he was running that Hydrema, I'm like, I didn't even know they made trucks that small. And then uh, somebody else got a Hydrema. But anyway, I started looking at that. So I've got to check on that. Yeah. And then I found that little JCB. Yeah, and it's just They're a great truck. truck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, I always caution people that and you did the right thing. You did the research, and you can see things that other people don't see. Because it's like me watching Jerry. Jerry's a whole other level X player than me. And that's why I get I get caught on a job site. I'll just sit there and watch him. And as I learn something and apply it, it allows me to see the next level of Jerry. Yeah. Learn it and apply it. Yeah. See the next level of that's Jerry. Awesome. Learn it you, apply, say, yeah. you know what you see yeah. what I'm saying? Like you gotta keep leveling <laughs> up. And uh and I and that's why I love just sitting there watching Jerry run. Because it like he was and Jerry Jerry always wants to make sure he pleases, so he's always like, "We want to do, Mike. How you want to do it?" Like he don't ever challenge my authority or being a boss, and I'm like the other way around. I'm like Jerry, you done this boy. What do you want to do? <laughs> and sometimes I just want to see what Jerry's approach would be and see if it's different mine. And I mean, a, very rarely do we ever disagree on how to go about it. Mm-hmm. If we ever do disagree, we go my way. <laughs> but and I, and I think if Jerry was sitting here nine times out of ten, he would probably agree, hey, you've seen something I didn't see mm-hmm. made sense. And, mm-hmm. and if I mess up, I'm like, Jerry, I screwed the pooch on this one. I'm sorry, but now I know. You know what I mean? And uh, don't get me wrong, I've made a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. A lot of mistakes oh, along yeah. the way. Yeah. And, that, and that goes back to where the candidness, if that's the right way to say it, of your videos and other people's videos is you're showing your mistakes and you explain why you did that. Yeah. Because that's very important to me as as a new operator trying to learn the job is somebody like you or somebody with a lot of experience is willing to say, oh, okay, I messed up. This is how yeah. I should have done that different. I'm like, okay, 
it didn't I didn't have to pay the dividend <laughs> to learn the lesson that you did. Yeah. So I reap from that. So it's really important to know that. And and uh, for what little experience I've got, I try to make it as um, as easy to understand why I'm doing and why what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And yeah. So you started your YouTube channel about the same time you started the excavating business, did you? No, the YouTube's been going uh, November to two years ago, so okay, like twenty. Um, so you had about two years experience. Two years experience before, yeah. You didn't want to see the very first one. I started doing excavation here. Because, That's the best videos. Because when I went to buy that three hundred eight, uh, I knew I needed to step up. Now I had a friend who's kind of a mentor. He kind of walks me through what equipment, you know, what I need to do. What I said, Brian, what do I need to buy next. I said, I've got the skid steer. I said, I need something else going. He said, You need a, you need an excavator. Anyway, walk me through it. So I found the 308 in Fayetteville, Tennessee, and went to look at it. I had never sat in the seat of an excavator, excavator really? before. I had sold the farm, and I was using skid steer. I needed something else. I'd never sat in an excavator before. <laughs> I went over there, acted like I knew what I was doing, tried to test that excavator out. <laughs> I got through testing that what I thought I was testing out. I asked the guy to load it on the trailer because I didn't know how. <laughs> That is awesome. I, I got this. How do you start it? Now, now, now uh, to put that in perspective, I asked him to load it, and uh, he put it on the trailer. So now I got it home. I had to get it off. I had dump trucks on the way to load topsoil out with an excavator I'd never used, <laughs> period. Holy cow. So I got about 30 minutes there trying to figure things out before those trucks got there. and, and uh, But that's the same way with the dozer. I'd never run a dozer for my life. And... Uh, I, people think I'm crazy when I say this. I think a dozer is hard to learn how to run an excavator. I agree. Totally. If you're going to do it right. Yep. Yep. Because the because the precision of the grade work. Well, you, not only that, I mean, just making a cut. Like people think you just put the blade in the ground and go. Oh, right. Right. You don't. Right. You're working that thing. I mean, if, I got videos of Jerry on the on the blade handle just pushing dirt up a dam, and it's it's just crazy. If you want to get the max out of that thing, I mean, you're working it. 24-7, it's... Yeah. I would uh, argue you could screw more up with a dozer in a shorter oh, amount quick. of time. Yeah. Well, the other thing with an excavator is everything you're doing is right there in front right. of you. Yeah. Where with a dozer, there's stuff going on all the way around. The project, the whole yeah. project. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Yeah. One thing know. that... One thing that really helped me out, too, as a new operator, um, is learning it was the, the technology that I've started buying with yeah. Trimble Earthworks. And that has made—I <coughs> can't tell you the tremendous amount of See, efficiency keep, that's brought I keep to me. Fighting that. Says the guy with a one-of-one custom-built laser guy. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> man, I don't know. That's a the thing about Trimble Earthworks on the door. See, I first put it on the three hundred four, yeah. the little excavator. I don't have to get out of the machine. I do not. I don't have to have somebody run a grade rod. I don't have to get out either, just to, other than to confirm I'm right. <laughs> well, see, I'm, I'm not there. <laughs> so on the 304, and then uh, I had the dozer, and I thought, you know, I'm spending too much time getting in out of this dozer, checking grade and marking the ground, whatever. I said, so I want to check on Trimble Earthworks. When I bought Trimble Earthworks for the dozer, that yeah. was incredible. Uh, now, with all that being said, I do have the grade control of the new 210. Hmm. Uh, I. Hate it. I'm more accurate than it is, and that's not me being good. That's it not being good. Oh, uh, sorry, Sunday. <laughs> uh, which they which they don't even offer. It. My 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 machine was a test machine, and it didn't test out well. Uh, <laughs> I told you no. 
<laughs> yeah. No, no technically, we're working. Oh. We're working. Guys, Dirt Perfect phone just went off. Yeah. Uh, but is it green? I, I it can't. Red? I mean, I can't see that. I occasionally, just like stupid stuff, like making a tile inlet, like making sure I'm going uphill on the first ten feet whenever it's precision grade. Because if you, I am really good with grade. If you give me a reference, like if mm -hmm. I know that is my slope, or if mm -hmm. I know that's my grade, I'll match it all day long. But yeah. if I don't have nothing to go off of, yeah. Uh, what about, I'm, it's just a damn guess, right? <clears throat> but the next thing on my list to get is a new uh, an upgrade for the D4. And uh, that's one thing I'm interested in these EH controls on these cases because it's plug-and-play right. great control. Right. Is this and, set setup for it still? Well, I robbed it to put it on the cloud. Oh, but it, it had it. it it's had got it. the mounts on blue, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's all been retrofitted for the plow. But, you know, with me and Jerry... I, if it was just me and Jerry running dozers, I'd never put it on there because we can just. You can, Aaron becomes a finished dozer man with Trimble Earthworks. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's one of those you can go tell Aaron to buzz off a dam, yep. and he'll do a better job than Jerry and I by following the screen versus quicker versus a, you know between the Jerry and I to get behind seventy years of experience. Right. Right. So I, I fully understand the the benefits of it, and I just. It's been hard for me to spend the money without being able to justify it. And mm -hmm. with, you know, Jerry's not getting any younger. And my boys are going to be coming up, or my boy's going to be coming up behind me. He, it's something he can use as an assistant. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. You know, and Aaron's learned, Aaron's a good operator and he's learned how to excavate. Right. But he still don't quite have that keen eye that it takes years to get. Right. So, if we could add that on there and, mm -hmm. and upgrade it, I mean, I, I'm not against it and I, and I fully follow your thought process. It's just been harder for me to get on. Right. on board with it right so but side uh, note how did you get this damn thing in here <laughs> <laughs> i've been sitting here for the last 45 minutes going he ain't losing nothing that damn tile plow sitting right up against that door and there's about two foot of space that is and there move. are no scrape marks on this floor that's a good observation how did you get that in here i use triple earthworks <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. it's Trimble Garage. No, it's I use Trimble GPS. Yeah. Level. It's that turn left now. No, Lumber, I just I put, it up, I, I put it over there. I just picked Crane up and slid it over. Well, yeah. I was put some in little dollies. Yeah. He put some little dollies yeah. under there. Harbor Freight. Yeah, Harbor Freight dollies. Same way, it's the same way I got uh, to Lieutenant Dan in here. Can I? Uh, <laughs> oh, can I rest in peace, Lieutenant Dan. If you look, you'll see there's a whole row of shiny fasteners above the door there. No, that's not that. There's a roof outside. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna see how long I had to go for. What are you talking about? Like the shower. Drove it in. No, because there's that. But I said, sure. <laughs> conversation <laughs> piece. But that's what you call comment generator. Yeah. We should have faced the camera behind it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so now that you're uh, officially uh, an excavator, officially in the excavator business, <laughs> I don't know if I still am. <laughs> well, I mean, so we we covered you've been in law enforcement. You did the chicken farm. Mm -hmm. So where does this? Is this still a new adventure? Are you still in the honeymoon phase of it? Or are you still enjoying it? I'm still enjoying it, but but my mind always has to be uh, thinking of something else. Right. If I'll be honest with you, if if I was a, a laborer and, and I was on a job, if you hired me to do your job and you just had me pushing dirt all day, I'd quit. Yeah, I would too. I couldn't do it. Well, Dad worked at a coal mine. Yep. The creative the creative part of excavation work work is what keeps me focused. Right. Because. To be an excavator, sort of operators too, operators and excavators, the way you put it, you, when somebody's describing a job to you, if you don't see that job finished here, 
you can never do it. You you cannot do it. You cannot build that pond. You can't uh, do do the grade work or build the road unless you're able to see it. And that's that's where that's what keeps me focused. Is uh, I like the finish work. I love the finish work because that challenges my mind to learn how to be a better excavator. To blend it all together. Yeah, and you learn a lot. If you finish your own job, you learn a lot to do do's and don'ts whenever you're putting subgrade in. Yep. I get the most anxious. Uh, a few hours or a half a day before the job's finished because I'm trying, my mind's turning so fast to figure out everything I need to do to make this right. turn out perfect. You know, I want that job to look good. That's what keeps me in, in, involved and keeps me going in excavation work. Of course, four, four and a half years in it, I'm still brand new. Oh, you know, yeah, I'm learning yeah. every single day. Well, I've been doing it for, I mean, I've been in business for myself now over 15 years. And uh, hell, I'm still learning. Yeah, you know I get. So you'll figure it out one of these years. Yeah, oh, one I, of these years. I'm, I'm not going to lie. There's there's still jobs we pull up on, or and we do a lot of jobs that people don't want to do. So we're challenged right. to figure it out. <laughs> like that retainer wall job that you yeah. did, that multi-level retainer wall job. Uh, but you know you're you're still still learning, still putting mm. things in the memory bank, still chopping stuff up. Mm. You know some of these ponds we do, like that one we built out of rock. You know that was a. Right. That was a lot of pre-planning, like what dirt do we have where, what do we use where, how do we not run out of this? Because right. you know, your, your resources were limited in what you're going to try to do there. And, and my thing too, <coughs> uh, starting with the skid steer, starting with that little cat skid steer, um, I've evolved and bought bigger equipment and gotten into bigger, gotten into bigger jobs. Well, and that was what, you know, not only now are you you're getting that bigger equipment, you're trying to figure out, but now you're becoming a truck driver. Oh, now wow. you're jumping into the world of commercial trucks yeah. and getting into this to where, you know, at, at what point, like, I guess you got went and got your CDL yep. and you got that knocked out. I don't out, have a CDL. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I need yeah. a CDL for? <laughs> Tomorrow I'm going to teach you about the world of CDLs. But, What's but you know, that's, that's something, you know, on, on my side of things, I get that, you know, a guy's trying to start a business, tries doing this, so, you know, when when I run across that. Yeah, well, you, man, know, that, you caught me and everybody I was trying to get started. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've seen my yeah. business go from a little uh, FL70 with a homemade Home bed on it. truck, yeah. Had a yeah. makeshift gooseneck trailer in it, pulled my grandpa's trailer. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, and... And me as inspectors, and when I teach new inspectors, I'm like, you know, you got to realize that some of these guys, you know, we've got our professional over-the-road companies that are set up. They're yeah. doing this in and out. With but trainers. These yeah. new guys, they may not be trying to skirt it. They may just not know. Just don't I've, know. I've run across <laughs> those me. individuals that <laughs> I stop them and I say, well, do you have a CDL? Oh, well, I, you know, I been using this for the farm and just in the last year started getting paying jobs i had no clue i needed a cdl exactly okay yeah. you got annual inspection you got portion plates fuel tax you got this <clears throat> that that oh by the way do you know how to properly secure this on the machine you know mm -hmm. so so that's just another aspect that guys <coughs> and i'm not gonna lie i got super lucky meeting hoover early and he's been you know, tremendous help with a lot of that stuff. And, it, and that's why I try to encourage guys, you know, um, if you just be upfront and honest, say, listen, I got into this to excavate, build dams, do all this other stuff. I have no clue. I need need a little bit of help. I've been very this. vocal over the years, the least favorite part, the least favorite job I do is truck driving. Exactly. When you were going down the truck drive, that's exactly right. I don't, 
The only reason it's a necessary I, evil. reason yes. I upgraded to the truck yes. that I bought yesterday is simply because I need it. Yeah. It's just simple. Well, then everybody it. gets on my butt. Well, don't you be yeah. like Chris and hire it all out? Well, I don't have that option. I, I can't. Yeah. I, I move there, too much. Yeah. I don't have that option. I'd be broke. I'd be bankrupt. Yeah. I'd move yeah. too much. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I, I, I want, I'm moving into larger jobs where I'm going to be there for a while, but, um, you know, if I move the 313 or the D5, I may only be there for two or three days. Yeah. And yeah. you, you can't afford Well, then you better get a random phone call from a customer hand easy time. Yep. But you got to go. You got to be yep. in a good position to go. Yep. Yeah. So you, you truck that's driver. Why, that's why I fought the bigger equipment as far as the bigger nose and the bigger Because bigger Because yeah, then, you know, i got to have overweight permits. <laughs> <laughs> week, week all the time. Yeah. So, uh, Let's see if I can tabulate when that was. <laughs> that's why everybody asks all the time. Everybody asks all the time. Can he ride post-dated tickets? Yeah. Brought to you by the statute of yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Why is this? Well, well, if you notice, all of his videos are published two months and three days ago. <laughs> well, that's what's days. good about this particular dozer with the pile pile on is you got more surface area for the magnetic deck on the trailer. To go yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It don't he help, it don't he help has tried that 1970s. Oh, well, it's a tile plow exemption on yeah, stuff it's but it's I'm like, no <laughs> just because it's it's green doesn't mean that, you know. <laughs> and, and the excavator the farmer i caught last month tried that and it didn't end well but do you feel at this point in your career that you've heard every excuse in the book oh gosh just went just like there's these guys are saying there's yeah. this next project there's the next there's excuse. always a new one there's always and, and there for a long time shoot if you could tell me a good one I'd more you'd be more apt to let you let you go with yeah, stuff. Yeah, go sharp deal pencil over yeah, here. To the point where I said, if you'll just tell me the truth, I'll let you go. Oh, well, and, and if I, you just I tell had, me the truth, I had a, a Russian guy. Um, you know, he's like, boy, well, you know, I'm asking about his ELD. I noticed that his ELD just up and vanished, stopped working. <coughs> what's the matter with your? Oh well, uh, I go listen. I I've got it all downloaded in the truck. Just be honest with me. Yeah, I shut it off. I unplugged it because I need to get down the road a little, a little further. Okay, so the one I had. So was... are, are you going to cut me a break? No, I'm still place you out of service at the Hardys, <laughs> but I appreciate your honesty. Though. But I do appreciate your honesty. Say, so when I used to have the ELD, I had the, uh, the keep trucking one. Yes. If I unplugged it and plugged it back in, and the miles didn't match, I think I got all sorts of pissed off. Yeah. There's no. How, how would you know? Huh? How would you know? What? <laughs> exactly. Because, and I'll tell you this, this is a true story. So, <laughs> true story? True story. So, I'm not afraid. I'll tell everybody how much I screwed up. I've called him. I can't tell you how many yeah. times I started my business. So, I bought the truck. Hey, Hoover, I'm on my 18th hour. Is that <laughs> <laughs> Should no. I just keep it plugged in and run it? Because I'm almost at tomorrow. <laughs> so, I bought that truck. My wife and I own that truck, right? Not the business. Um, I, that was my daily driver for a while, and then I would run it as a business. So there was a gray area in the beginning of, of ELDs mm -hmm. of when do I plug this thing in? Mm -hmm. When I'm working or all the time? Because if I'm driving it to Home Depot to get lumber, and later on I'm going to go work, well, it logged that hour mm -hmm. as time on the clock. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't. So that's how I know about unplugging it and plugging it back in, and I know right away you can't do that. Because it'll lock you out. You have to go back home and go on the stupid website and, mm -hmm. and unlock it. Um, and eventually... Eventually, they got around to get her, getting uh, personal fans ironed out a little better. Yeah, I forget what it was called. 
towards the end they put an update out where you'd actually just go in and hit like off-duty driving or something like that but that wasn't there in the very beginning so that was that's that was my biggest gripe with trucking was there are so many gray areas and every rule is open to interpretation which makes it really hard for a guy to just be like i don't even know what to do like, me? I, yeah, I couldn't even tell you what's right because you can't even tell me what's yep. right, and you're writing a damn thing. Or you could, ask, you could ask two different people and get two different answers. Oh, yeah, you could ask two different people oh, and get yeah. four different answers half the time. Well, and, and like we were discussing earlier, we're talking axle weights mm-hmm. and yeah. just the amount of yeah, difference yeah. the states have. Yeah. You know, a, yeah. a truck in his state, a tandem axle. Six, he's saying, you know, oh, we can haul up 66,000. I think. And you got, <laughs> things. I'm going to have to check on that when I get home. But like Mike, his triaxle max, 68,000, state of Indiana. That's what he's <coughs> he's, and he's on and, a tandem. And, and yeah, exactly. And he's a tandem and oh. he's triaxle. And but yeah, I heard just he talking about registrations so, too. Yeah, so in Pennsylvania, yeah. my truck has to be registered high enough to account for my trailer. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. So yeah. my pickup is registered 42,500 pounds mm-hmm. because Ford says I can put 30,000 pounds behind it. So I took GBW the truck, added 30 to it, and that's what I registered. Now you're to. paying for that. Now tax. I pay $1,700 yeah. a year to register my personal is that truck. Is that personal? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the, so. the way to combat all that, and we're really lucky because we have this guy down here. Is, is it, by a farm. No, is it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, working Chris. On it. Yeah. All right, Chris. <laughs> no, I'm working well, on those damn farm plates. The yeah. more you can educate yourself on what the law says, yeah. the more educated you are whenever you're challenged on that. Yeah, because... Well, you are fortunate to, to have Officer Hoover here. We have the exact opposite of Officer Hoover in our town. Yeah. Um, if you had an evil twin, it was this guy. <laughs> I'm telling you, because it's funny how you're talking about like new guys, up-and-comers, struggling. He, He's he looking for those guys. He is. Yeah. He's admitted it openly. Oh, wow. If you have a nice truck and a nice trailer, he's pulling you over. I'm like, just because it's nice, and, and you're determining nice is like newer and not beat up, this guy might have just bought it off a used lot. He, or he remortgaged his house. And this is all he's got because he's trying to make a living. Mm. And that's the guy you're targeting? Really? Yeah. But 15 UPS trucks just went by? And <laughs> <laughs> half of them don't even have brakes? Okay. <laughs> well, like you're saying, it's, 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 there's so much confusion. I've watched y'all's videos on, on doing load securement and different things. And then I guess one of the more recent ones I'm watching, in, I'm like, that ain't what I thought they said. <laughs> so, and I think I t- was, made a was he there because it may not have been what we said. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was something to do. Now he wasn't. You and uh, was it Clement or Aaron were talking about it about load securement on a trailer less than fourteen thousand pounds and stuff like that. It means something. It probably well, chaining down something under ten thousand. Yeah, pounds. that was it. Yeah. So I'm watching rules that change one. under ten thousand. Yeah, I've been watching that one, and I think even commented on your channel. I'm like, I thought I had this figured out till you said this. This yeah. new, new. <laughs> this, it's yeah. fun, ain't it? Oh yeah. If if it's ten thousand, <laughs> yeah, if it's ten thousand and one, and then above that, yeah, yeah. If, then, it's under, if it's under ten thousand, you don't have to carry the four quarters of auxiliary or accessory equipment. You just have to cover half the weight. So if the trailer's the, the GVW, if the trailer is, it has to do with the trailer. It has oh, to do with what you're chasing. Really? What what the equipment is? Yeah, okay. what the equipment is. Yeah, is that where so, back? So my so my skid's there. I can uh, up if it's above ten thousand. That's what I'm saying because I've been tying backhoes down my the wrong the entire time until I think I texted you at the beginning of this year or this past yeah. year. Yeah. So on my skid steer or the mini X, I can just run one chain across no, and one turn. If they're under ten thousand, yeah. Yeah. If they're if they're ten thousand, you can have one on the front and one on the rear. Okay. So yeah, if if you run it up 
and through and one with one button up and through well, let's not get too far off of the weeds yeah. so we've been having a podcast about this so. <laughs> i'm confused uh, yeah but this is educational yeah. <laughs> i'm trying to not get fines so <laughs> poor sam's gonna get down and go screw this state it's a bunch of bullshit so somewhere along this crazy journey approximately two years in you decide to pick up camera and start filming yep. this what, what yep. was the rationale behind that decision <sighs> you watched you and said, if you could do it, I can do it. <laughs> well, that's, that's <laughs> legit. I did it. Yeah. Uh, you Look know, uh, that's a good question. Um, I, I saw the folks that were doing it, and and I felt like that as I was coming up in my business, people could probably uh, learn from my mistakes, one, and that I could, I could kind of help people. And I, I kind of make my videos instructive, trying to teach as I go. And so... I look at it from a new guy's perspective. This is what the new guys need to learn coming up. And um, I thought I would give it a shot and see how it did. And I think I told you all this story when we first came in here. So it took 14 months, and I was working hard. I mean, I was putting out videos, spending time. I was watching all the YouTube gurus on how to make channels, how to build channels, and watching y'all. I was so much information coming in. I was putting so much energy into making videos. It took 14 months to get the first 1,000 subscribers. During that time, I bought a book that said "Know How, Know When to Quit." <laughs> so I was, I got this book, "Know When to Quit," because I was considering it a lot of times. And I read about two chapters of the book. And said, "This is stupid. It's depressing me." <laughs> so I threw the book away and said, "You know what? I'm committed. I'm going to do two years." And that's what I thought going into it. I said, "I'm committed. I'm doing two years, and see what happens." But that second year, after about the sixteenth month. It really started taking off, and so that's what. That's one thing I tell everybody: if you're going to do a channel, I always tell them you've got to commit to it for at least a year. Yeah, two years, really. Yeah. And then the the other thing is, is if you try too hard, people know. Like the way I approach filming is, I would take you to work with me and hang out, Mm -hmm. and then I imagine in my head you're asking me a question and I try to answer it. That's a good way to look at it. Asking the question, you answer it. You know what I mean? That's where, that's been my approach. Come hang out with us at work. Yeah. And no different than Aaron to ask me a question. I'm trying to picture what you'd ask me in the head. That's why I'm so good at comment generators because I know what you're going to ask. <laughs> the spoon. The spoon, spoon, on yeah. the, spoon on the exhaust. Yeah. Is, that is great. Cool. Different stuff like that. And, that. and that's been kind of my approach, but I don't know of anybody that's, unless it was somebody that come from a different platform that already had a following, anybody that's got on YouTube and just burned it up the first five videos yeah like i was a little bit fortunate but i took off about the six month somewhere there yeah uh, it, it, you i didn't was, buy the book then, then. i didn't buy the book <laughs> but <laughs> i get so frustrated where some of these people do it for three weeks post three videos okay. don't yeah. get no views they're like i'm done i'm out yeah. i'm like yeah. you don't know what you're possibly missing yeah. like stick with it yeah that's the thing is when like, you start a youtube channel mm-hmm is you've got to commit at least to the first year. Yeah. And and then it was really 14 months. And don't me. try too hard. Right. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Be yourself. Yeah. And that, I guess what I meant trying hard meant that I was filming a lot of stuff and trying to learn the editing and really putting yeah. a lot of pressure on myself to make as good a video as I could. And, and uh, it, 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 it was just a lot of mental stress. Right. Trying to make yeah. this thing go. On top of trying to do a job for a customer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To the point of people doing it for a couple of videos and throwing talent, I think they're in it for the wrong reason anyway. That, that might be true. I never, I never started YouTube to make money, and I never started YouTube to be famous. 
it was uh, it was a hobby now did i know there was potential to make money yes sure did i hope i make enough money to cover my time and pay for my hobby yes but I never, I, mean, I never intended for you two to be my main source of income. No. But the majority of the people, going back to to a person that we kind of mentioned in silence earlier, if you go into this with the anticipation and the only reason you're doing this is because you're going to get rich, you're going to, this is what you're going to do, it's going to be your only income stream. I'm not saying never, but you probably won't make it. People can read that. Yep. People can read that. And one of the things I picked up early on from the YouTube gurus explaining how to do YouTube videos was if you go into creating a YouTube channel thinking that you deserve to be watched rather than you need to earn the views, you're a failure right right off the bat. And so that's always kind of stuck with me. I don't deserve to be watched. I've got to earn those viewers and subscribers. The The other thing that I would add to that is you have to be relatable to the people exactly. watching so if, if you 100%. are constantly putting stuff like if you're constantly putting yourself on a pedestal out of reach and they don't feel like they can be you they're not going to stick around but if you approach it in a way where they can feel like they can be right there beside you working and fitting right in yeah and they feel like they're part of the team yeah and they're relatable with what you're yep. doing um and that's honestly even one of my there's a lot of reasons why i don't run a lot of newer equipment but that's one of them because a lot more people can relate with the older mm-hmm make her happen mentality versus mm-hmm. the guy that has all the money in the world and goes out and buys whatever he wants. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I own one piece of new equipment. Uh, one. 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 Name the second one. Your trailer. It's not new anymore. <laughs> you bought it new. Not new anymore. <laughs> that's not technically equipment. The Hyundai's not new anymore <clears throat> That's either. accessory. Is we, that trailer equipment? I, I've always... He's still bu- trying to figure out how the dozer got in here. <laughs> 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 I've only well, I, I'm, I'm kind of jealous <clears throat> of that trailer that's that's neat technology I've only bought one oh no not that one I one new piece that. one new piece of equipment that moves dirt that is bull crap you know how much dirt is on that trailer right now <laughs> <laughs> I'm like are we going to broom no alright here we no, go there's, you got to hit 80 before the first bridge banquet and it all pops off and you're good <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I pulled out behind you I had to slow down oh. all these dirt clouds are coming no, off no you didn't have to slow down the Ford couldn't keep up <laughs> that's what it was <laughs> I like my windshield but, we're getting off subject here yeah. but no it's um, I, I don't know there's Everybody always asks what the secret is to YouTube. Nobody no. knows. No, yeah. Nobody knows. The only it's one just, thing what I say it, is persistence. Be, be it, yourself and, and don't give up. random video. Mm-hmm. One you thought, exactly. what, yeah. you know. I'd say half of my videos that have done better than the rest are videos I didn't even consider. I considered not even posting because I didn't think they were that good. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll post the yeah. damn thing. And I'm like, what the hell? Why, why did this one do? Mm-hmm. Then you get this video you think is just awesome, and it lays flat. Yeah. You're like, what? What's going on? Here? And I guess the, the next thing I, I kind of figured out, and, and uh, Matt from Diesel Creek up at the Utility Expo really enlightened me on how to um, make the thumbnails look better by using Canva, can, Canva, yeah, uh, by enhancing the photo, the thumbnail. Yeah. But the what I found to be crucially important is the thumbnail and the title, having a creative title and having a nice looking, attractive thumbnail. I'll add one more thing. The first 30 seconds of the video. Exactly. Yep. The first really? Eight seconds. Yeah. Those YouTube people will say, your first eight seconds yeah. defines the rest of your video. Yeah. Well, like, 
Last time I saw the study on it's like you have three tenths of a second or something wow. to capture somebody's interest, and that's your thumbnail. The thumbnail. Yeah. Because yeah. if they search for something or they're just scrolling, it's got to be interesting. Yeah. yeah. And how long does it take for that thing to go past the screen? Think about this too, uh, and my, mine is set up on autoplay. So if I linger on a thumbnail for whatever, a second or second and a half, two seconds, it, it will start playing the video. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people are set up that way. If your first eight seconds is hook line seeker. Yep. Yeah. If you grab somebody in that first eight seconds and they're just scrolling through and watching that little uh, little first little preview, and that first eight seconds grabs them to click on that, whether well, you've got that one. Yeah. Uh, as long as you didn't embellish the first eight seconds. Right. Yeah. If I see the dozer on its side, and then this video is just you trucking. And it's never on its side in the video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh, he got me this time. Never again. Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I stay away from clickbaity thumbnails. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while, and if I, it really ain't clickbaity, because it's, every one of my thumbnails is a picture from the video. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and how have you found video length? Because I've noticed over time, yours have gotten. Longer. Longer. Yeah, I'm curious that too. <sighs> Like, I try it so that turns into I kind of do a video a day so and then I've kind of figured out I had a lot of comments of people kind of leaving stuff out or skipping over stuff and leaving steps out so I just started kind of videoing more of the steps and the, which made the video naturally longer okay. what I find less important than video length is the pacing of the video I was thinking something you said earlier. Uh, I was like, Mike, I want to see more load secure, but you're like, oh, that got edited. Sorry. I want to see the, the load secure. It's, it's the pacing like, of the video. Yeah. So if I'm editing a video and I'm watching it and I get bored watching it, okay. I cut it out. Because yeah. I'm like, if I'm bored, they're bored. Right. So you got to keep that video paced to where that's why a lot of my clips are less than a minute. Right. Like I might have a. I may have a 59-minute video, but it may be 120 clips. So mm -hmm. it's, it's like you're always watching a short video. You're always jumping one right to the next. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Really pitching to my ADHD. Thing. Yeah, there's always like every time you're getting bored, bam, yeah. I'm on to something else. And mm -hmm. like you're bored of that shot, bam, I'm on to something else. And it mm -hmm. just keeps getting you re-engaged and re-engaged. The next thing you know, you watch the whole video. And what you do really well, and especially when you and Aaron are interacting, is that even people that – not, may not be interested in excavation channels. Your videos are entertaining. Yeah, you, your interaction. Well, that goes with Aaron. back to just coming back and hanging out and work with us. Yep, yep. And uh, you know, there's one thing that stuck in my head. It was a cowboy car crashing down there. As crazy as what that sob is, <laughs> you know, he said one of the best comments I ever oh, got. Oh gosh, was uh, somebody commented, "I come here for the car crash and stayed for the cowboy." You know, yeah. which it basically <laughs> oh, if says. Never get a chance, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> but it basically says that they may watch your video for learning how to build a pond, but then they're like, "Well, I kind of like these guys. I don't care what they're doing. I'm gonna watch them. Yeah. I don't care if you're, you know, cleaning fish or building a pond or driving mm -hmm. a dirt track car or what. There's certain people on YouTube. They can go to the Quick Mart and get a Snicker bar and a Coke and, a Coke and eat it in the parking lot. But people are going to watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because if they're I, that I relatable. Yeah. yeah. And one thing that sets my channel apart from a lot of other ones is I do a good job of getting employees, customers, vendors. Like yeah. I, I, I've learned that from you. I, I ain't shy about shoving a camera in somebody's yep. face. I, you know I got that. respectfully, though. Yep. I will yeah. say that. You know what I mean? Like, and, and usually before I t hit the record button, I'll butter them up a little bit and get a conversation going, and I'll just whip it up. And, yeah. You know, and that's good. Where it's more of a natural conversation. Yep. Uh, you know, and 
Aaron, Aaron took Read the, this script naturally, please. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, you know, what, the way Aaron and I interact on camera is the way we interact off camera. So that was just Aaron. That's, you can tell it. Yeah. That's the same way. Everybody's, it don't matter if the camera's flashing or not, that's how we talk. Uh, Matt, on the other hand, I had to, we had to kind of ring him in a little bit, but we got her figured out. Uh, but you know, Captain Cleveland and I, whenever we interacted, that's how we interact. You know, that's just us being <laughs> us. That's my favorite duo. I, it really is. Yeah. I never laugh that hard when the two of you are just talking back and forth. <laughs> there's so much sarcasm. There's a lot of squirrels in yeah, there. Yeah, there's a lot of squirrels, and there's more sarcasm than serious. And somehow they have this master plan. They both go their separate ways, and everything just comes together. Yeah. You know, like, how, how can we? Okay. Well, we um, talked about a few minutes ago the the attaboy thing, the yeah. backslapping yeah. thing. When I saw Cleman building that, I don't know how many years ago that was. Is for that surprise, three. That surprise party. About that, I just told you I was forty three. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, what, actually, I'm forty two. I'll be forty three till April. I'm giving years away. Seeing <laughs> the new attaboy. Uh, yeah. To see he was building that thing, I'm like, what in the world is he building? And as he put it together, he's laughing at himself all oh, the yeah. time. And then when he presented that thing, it was just like the interaction that you and that He about just, pissed himself trying to give it to me. <laughs> I don't blame him. That was hysterical. Uh, well, what's... Uh, it's in the bathroom. So now that you've... Uh, I guess we should mention your channel is TriStar Digging. Right. YouTube. We'll make sure to link, we link you down below in the description if anybody wants to find you. Nobody watches this podcast, so don't get your hopes up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Guess I mean subscribers you got. <laughs> How'd I lose three, man? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but so now that you've been doing the YouTube world a little bit, I mean, you've been doing it for over two years now. You're 15,000 subscribers, so you got a pretty good little channel going. Mm. You're, your view average is pretty good for video for yeah. your subscriber ratio. Um, so what's your... What's your takeaways from YouTube? What have you learned? What's the goods? What's the bads? What? Uh, the bad would be that uh, the critiques that you get. Um, so I got a totally different view on this. Yeah, I love it. Do you? I love it. You know, the cheapest entertainment I get. Uh, my personality is a little different. Me and you see eye on this. Yeah, I, I don't have so much fun with these guys. But I gotta live for them. Yeah, I wish. Was, but I guess it's uh, the, the the constructive criticism I I enjoy and I appreciate. Yeah. But because uh, you can tell by the way a comment's typed, if a guy's truly trying to help exactly. you, exactly, or if he's trying to get underneath your skin, or if you don't have a fucking clue what he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. Most of them are the third, which are my favorite. Or I would and see so you love that. that. I, I, oh, I love it. I just I just I love it because yeah. the way it's typed, I know they're an idiot, so I don't put any merit into it whatsoever. And then I start screwing with them. I'm like, hey, you, you started it. Let's, let's have fun with it. Like, they'll go through there and they're like, I don't know why you did this, 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 and this. And I'm like, I'm sorry, sir. You must have missed it. Try watching the video again. I've seen that comment. And then, then they'll come I've back. They'll come back like two or three days. I watched this whole video. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what you're talking about. Take like a random timestamp. Yeah. Anywhere in your video and just be like, I answered this right around this mark. Yeah. You might I have watched, to scroll to find I watched the whole video again. I don't understand. Thank you, sir. Plan worked. Yeah. <laughs> Just another view. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's good that you can have fun with it. You probably, those people, those scam calls that people call you, you probably talk to those people. Yeah, probably. well, I don't you? answer those calls, but I used to, yeah. <laughs> you used to have fun. Yeah, I had you? a window salesman one time. I said, are you allowed to hang up on me? It's not time to make a sale. I said, I'll tell you what. Let's screw those windows. I got a 1960 Chevy on the front yard I need to get rid of. It'll benefit both of us. <laughs> I said, you didn't say what you had to sell. I said, let's get this car sold. I said, you get off this phone, I'll get rid of this car. And it's got windows in it. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you're having fun with it. Oh, I have a blast with it. Even though this guy got mad at me one time because I drained his pond, there was a frog bouncing around. He oh, my God, just tell me I was the animal hater and all this, that, and the other. I said, buddy, he's up for adoption. Just give him a call. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not there. <laughs> I was like... Some of them I don't mind, and I appreciate the constructive ones. Right, exactly. Even on this podcast, like people have taught me a lot through mm-hmm. comments, and I very I make sure I thank them. Yeah. And that that's great. Right. Then there's just the idiots, and, and I'm it, like, it took you more effort to be a dumbass. So it's just like this guy yesterday. I, I took a picture <laughs> of him. One. <laughs> he left like 15 comments that were all rude. So on the last one, he he last one he commented. I said, man. You must have ran out of stupid comments. I am so disappointed. I hope you put your thinking cap on and come back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that if you get a buddy that you can be sarcastic with, like I, me and Kleeman used to do it, when you would get these comments, you screenshot them, you write your reply, you screenshot your reply, you send it to your buddy, and you both get a laugh out of it. And then it's like every day you're just sending them back oh. and forth. It's worth it. Yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> But you're talking about the takeaways and stuff, and you said this well in some other videos. The the opportunities now that the ch- my channel is actually starting to pick up some steam. The opportunities that YouTube give you are amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting in in your shop, and I used yeah. to literally watch your show four years ago, and this is it's sound corny, surreal. Yeah, that I, I just I look around like. I used to, you know, watch this thing on TV. He's looking around like, gosh, I think this place is a dope. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> looking around like, Chris Gumby. That yeah. was four years. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, when I first got here, what was the first thing I was looking for? Gumby. Gumby, yeah. <laughs> was you, find Gumby. Him? You, cannot, yeah. you cannot see him from this camera angle. <laughs> no. Uh, no, no. But YouTube, for, just, to, just to narrow that down, YouTube has been good. And I, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. One thing YouTube does better than anything else is it does a good job of aligning like-minded people. Yeah, because it knows your interest. It knows what right. you watch. It knows what you do. I don't know why I'm friends with all these pilots. All of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> so when you buy a plane, <laughs> well, I don't make that is much. Is that money. why you want the big shop? I don't well, know. I don't make that much money on YouTube. Yeah, and and I'm just really jealous that I'm not in an opportunity right now to do this. Yeah, because you would do good at it if you get your handcuffs off. Oh my gosh, was that yeah. literal or? Uh, <laughs> well, take it how you want. Yeah, well, you can do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, because. Yeah. That's just it. I just want to be able to reach out and I, you work know, with people and talk with people and educate and just show the little tidbits that, hey, it's... But you've had some success on your personal channel. Yeah, a little bit, but a lot of, a lot of that's just been you know, droppings from other other channels, you know, <laughs> random. Like one time I was like, Trust wow, me, I got three extra subscribers and everyone guy's like, yeah, I came over here and you know, from Dirt Perfect. And I was like, oh, and then it, what's real funny is um, I got this mail offer. It said, uh, uh, here, yeah, we want you to try this jump pack out. And, and then they go, and so I got it, opened it up. It's like, wow, you know, the whole time said, you know, DOT bear woodworking, all this mm-hmm. stuff. And then the little Chinese lady, she's like, when will you be able to post your video on your Dirt Perfect channel? And I'm like, uh, I'm oh. not Dirt Perfect. And she's like, 
Send it back. <laughs> Send it back. <laughs> so I've got more just random shit like that. People but think. Do you I'm know doing... they're perfect? Yeah. <laughs> you have Yeah. I will get right on that. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking but... about that, it's amazing how much uh, a channel like yours can help a channel like mine. Oh, yeah. And I mentioned this was yeah. when you and Aaron had sent you this gray hat and y'all were talking just briefly about the hats. And. I told you this earlier, but there's probably six or seven hundred subscribers just from that very short clip on your yeah. video, and a lot of viewers come over from that. So, from a little channel to to a channel your size, that is huge. Uh, I can remember the first comment that I got from a bigger YouTube channel. I, dang, he actually watched my video. Yeah, <laughs> it probably wasn't me. No, it wasn't you. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You were probably like, dang, that was I was twenty bucks I on that ball I did comment. I don't even remember the name of the channel. I I mentioned him right now. It's Alex something. I just happened to see this thumbnail of this video, and it wasn't a channel I recognized. And it was a one forty Volo. Mm -hmm. Like, who, who the hell is that? And I clicked on it. And it was. Uh, the guy had like 700 subscribers, and it was a pretty damn good little video. He's on top selling a truck with a, it ended up being a 220 Volvo. And uh, I just commented a nice little video, bud. Just watched it on a week. That set his world on fire. I'll yeah, I, right I didn't even think twice about it. And then yep. I got a paragraph back from Bo went down, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I got a screenshot on my phone still from when Loggerweight subscribed to me. <laughs> Loggerweight. <laughs> you knew you, or a new subscriber, Loggerweight. Yeah, right. I was like, oh, yeah. What, what is so funny about this is I never, Logger Wade's our yeah. YouTube neighbor, if you guys didn't know, and uh, I never watched any of Wade's videos. I get Wade in real life, so I didn't need Wade on YouTube. I knew he did <laughs> YouTube. Like your videos. And I, I tell you what, it's, it's Wade, a wonderful material. These guys, yeah. these guys start coming around, they're like, Logger Wade, Logger Wade. I'm like, Who, you know my backpacker up there? You know, like, yeah, that crazy my neighbor? Well, you know him? Yeah. yeah. We're like, oh my God, it's Logger Wade. I'm like, no, that's the neighbor, man. Yeah. You know, not to, dis not, to dis not to discredit Wade. So <laughs> yeah. he said he was coming to visit. Yeah. He was going to stay at Wade's. I'm like, let me tell you a few things. He would not listen. It's not that I wouldn't listen. I didn't want to impose. He was right. You were right. If Thank he you. ever offers you to stay at camp and not at Wade's house, stay at camp. <laughs> and and we, I'm not saying anything bad about oh, Wade. Oh, no. And I had a blast. I went out and ran a skitter <laughs> and fixed Brutus six or seven times and <laughs> laughed a lot. Yeah. But at the end of the day, whether it's you or me or him, we all do the same thing. One of the differences I kept Cameron with me, and I don't spend. If you went on a job site with me, he's been on a job site with me. If you've seen how little time I spend filming, it'd probably blow your mind. Really? It, it would piss you off. Yeah. Because <laughs> it yeah. did to me. I was like, wait, you really? do what? You don't even, huh? How? Done. Yeah. Let's go home. Yeah. Wow. Very little time. He's got rules with his camera, yeah. too. Oh yeah, and there, yeah. 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 Rule number one: no here. clips over two minutes. Yeah, clips over two minutes, you're fired. You're going. Yeah, it cuts down your edge. Yeah, yeah. I ain't got time for that shit. That's Can I share one of your big tidbits? Yeah. So every time he, he goes to take a video with his GoPro, he points it at what he's gonna video, and then clicks on. Yeah, that way I can see it. Whenever I'm looking through my editor, I know what. I know exactly what clip it is. Yeah. That's good. That too. saved the most time. Because I used to, I'd click my GoPro on, I'd always be looking at it to make sure it comes on. So every damn thumbnail on the editor was me looking at the damn camera. Yeah. Wow, that's good. Yeah, and I'm like, what really the good. hell? So then I. And then you made Matt and Aaron do that. Yeah. You make a 30 minute, 45 minute video, how long would you spend editing? Uh, 30 minute video, I'd probably have done in 45 minutes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't want to know. It's sickening. Oh my gosh. You don't even want to know mine. Uh, well, we had, a, we had a three hour plane ride to. Uh, uh, Sedona. Mm -hmm. So I got my iPad out. I ended up on my iPad. 
And in that three-hour plane ride, I edited three one-hour videos. Wow. Hmm. Wow. See, now I get in trouble for watching too much YouTube. How do yeah. you get not get in trouble for I don't editing? watch YouTube. So, for editing? <laughs> uh, well, that goes back to me being the History Channel. Like, I, for almost three weeks, I didn't edit a single video. And then we had the vacation, and I knew I had time coming up. I edited eight videos on that. Uh, I'm in town today and tomorrow, then I fly out for Vegas. So there's three wow. videos on the way out, maybe four, three, four videos on the way back. Then I'll have time sitting around, killing time out there, I'll edit. So there's another two months worth of videos done. There's going to be a rainy Sunday. There's four or five videos. Wow. You used to just do them on Sundays. I used to always just do them on Sundays, and that's usually yeah. my goal, is to not work Sunday and sit at my computer and edit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's still, with the kids in sports and some other stuff going on, that's not quite as religious as it used to be, but... Mm-hmm. There's always a random rainy day every two weeks, or an off day every two weeks, or I'm traveling. Or so I used to just catch up with you on Sundays because I don't want to feel bad calling you when you're on job site. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it, it, it's two thirds of it is in filming. Like if I get a clip on my GoPro that is over two minutes, I don't watch it because I know I'm just going to speed it up and pass on there. That has taught me a lot right there. So cut my ed- so cut my recording time down. Yeah. If you miss it, just tell them about it. Sorry guys, secret. <laughs> and then the pulling the camera before you turn it on. Yeah. That would speed up editing a lot. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. Simple. Thank you. That makes, you. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And that, sense. and that two second clips, that also goes back to that pacing I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Keeping that video going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I do do that. I'll take it. Now, what slows me down the most in editing is whenever I use my drone. Yes. And I hire a pilot to fly that's got a part 107. Um, is whenever I sync that with audio for my GoPro. Yep. But I still do my pacing because I put my GoPro somewhere where I can flip back and forth between the drone and the camera. Yeah. And then I'll still cut a lot of that out of there. Yeah. And the split shots, too. Yeah. Those are cool when you can yeah. do split shots. Uh, that probably slows me down the most, but I, I got that kind of down to a science, too, because a lot of times whenever I uh, do that, I'll... I'll make sure I do a clap or I'll bang the bucket on the ground and sync everything I'll together. Wave in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wave in front of the camera. Yeah, that's good. Um, and then, whenever, then I'll talk to myself in those. Like after I get so far in, I'm like, all right, position. And then that way, whenever I'm editing, that's I don't have to idea. think. Because it may, I may film it, it may be three weeks before I edit it, so I'll forget all that stuff. So that's one of the few times I'll make notes to myself to, what, to uh, do that. What are you editing with? Uh, I use Kinemaster, Kinemaster, yeah, however you want to say it. Thing. The paid version of that, so you yeah. don't have the watermark. And you've got all the extra kind of features. Yep. And for music, which I found priceless, is uh, Epidemic Sound. Yep. Epidemic Sound has thousands and thousands of music clips yeah. to pick from. Yeah, Climbmaster is what I started using a while back just because it's so simple to use. Yeah, it and is. So many, and then, then yeah. there's like the beginner, the intermediate, and the expert level of it. Mm-hmm. Like you can dabble as high up the ladder as you want yep. to with it. And I did, and this is what a lot of people think they got to buy a whole lot of camera gear and, and, and editing software. And I did the first 16, 18 months, I did all of my editing on that. Yeah, I did, did too. Did you screw it to a hat? <laughs> what? Do you still have it? Mm-hmm. His first person shots were oh. his phone screwed to the bill of his oh. hat. No, I mean editing. I've, I've always filmed with a GoPro. No, he filmed yeah. the first what? I probably filmed the first 107 videos on my iPhone. Really? Yeah, like this. Yeah. <laughs> so then I went to an iPad Pro for editing it and used Kinemaster. I, I was going to ask that. How did you, how did you start out? Because yeah. I've done some random videos and guys like, well, 
you need to do a better job. And it's like, bud, I yeah, you got to start somewhere. On a phone, I don't, I don't have a GoPro. I don't have mm -hmm. all yeah. this stuff to be able to. If you had the memory on your phone, uh, arguably the camera on the newer phones is better than the GoPro. Yeah. The stabilization is yeah. not. No, it's not. You're right. Yeah. Vibration and stuff we do on equipment. Yeah, yeah. And the ruggability is not there. But I mean, just for. Because I'll put that GoPro stuff. in places I never put my phone. Well, yeah. Well, that's not true. When was the last time you put your GoPro between a quick coupler and a bucket? Not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess as as uh, channels grow and, and get bigger and they spend more time on videos, the quality people expect the new guys starting out to have as quality videos yeah. as you have. Yeah, that's the thing that you're talking yeah. about. And see, this this is your camera gear right out mm -hmm. here. This is one thing I refuse to use. The wireless mic. Yeah, I ain't got time for it. I'm doing a job. It does take work. You're lucky to be there. Yep, it uh, I mean, come hang out at work. You're lucky to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come hang out with you. By gosh, you screw up or go dead. You're, you're out of here. Video was two minutes and one second. Gone. I mean, fired. Yeah. I make more money off YouTube than I do excavating, but I am excavating and YouTube's still my hobby. Yeah. That's how I view it. Uh, getting the job done first and correctly is my number one priority, and I'll get what video I can. The thing that I like most about the wireless mic is that I can be in the dozer or the excavator and I can have that camera sitting anywhere yep. on that job site and I can talk, explain what I'm doing from a... How many times you get back to the editor and you ain't got a good audio though? Never. Oh, it's coming. This thing has been... It's I, coming. I haven't had it's really any issues with this. Mark, I'll... You been talking about losing it or not being clear? Or? All the above. Oh. I've I probably got a few times I did dabble with them. You'll do it for a while, and it'll be the best audio ever. The other thing I run into is whenever you start interacting with people. And if I got a mic on and Joe Blow walks up on the job site, no, well, it's worthless. You know what I mean? And I ain't got time to go set him up with a mic and have Or you're a, having a private conversation and you forget you're wearing a mic. Oh, yeah, it's just, yeah. I... That's what well, we've had issues with our body cams. Yeah. Oh, man, I just... Feel myself taking a leap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you shut this thing? Yeah, like I planned on. Burning no, there there is, is certain this, videos. This camera is not for YouTube. There is yeah. certain videos like my factory tours, or if I'm doing a product demo, or, you need good quality, or so. occasionally like doing what you're doing if I'm working alone and I want to set the camera up over and still talk. Mm. I'll use the wireless mics. We're using our wireless mics right now. I, I I'm not against using them, but whenever I'm on a production production job site, I show up on that job, getting that job done perfectly correctly the first time and as fast as possible mm -hmm. for that customer number one priority mm -hmm. how much good video I can get of it is a second good priority but it's not everybody always asks me all the time and he'll vouch for me how much time of the customers do you waste filming uh -huh. zero yeah I don't like all them outside shots I'm walking to my truck mm -hmm. I'm walking to check grade yeah. I'm walking to do something I just set a camera down the way yeah. or or they're a week later yeah. And you were going to look at another job and stop off and took a quick video. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I know I rarely ever actually take time to purposely walk somewhere with a camera. Mm, Arguably, wow. it's it's not taking away from the customers, it's adding to them because yeah. well, before it, they hire you, they can see the quality. Of well, the other thing is a lot of customers love to have their job they documented. And, they're like, and then they can share it with people that weren't there to see it. Like, yeah. hey, check out what we had done. Yeah. I've never had somebody that I'm working for. Um, matter of fact, I've had customers ask. Yeah. If I'm going to record it, and yeah. um, and 
and never have I had anybody saying, I don't want you recording. I don't want you spending too much time recording. Yeah. They, they it's just not an issue. It. It's just they, not an issue. And I don't know. There's some guys that I've seen them. They spend hours on a job site filming, and their videos are oh, – I, I don't know. I can't watch them. Yeah. I don't, I don't spend I, – I spend a decent amount of time moving cameras around. It don't take me long, so if I'm if I'm doing something here, I'll so have. So how a many camera. cameras do you use? That one. Yeah, that's I guess that's their thing. Stick to one camera. Just use one camera. I mean, I'll occasionally use two. Like if it's a, like tearing down a house, I got one chance that's to right. get a shot. I'll set up more than one camera. Yeah. But a trucking, I may give one to Aaron just so he can get a shot coming or going. Yeah. But. For me, in editing, having two cameras is a nightmare. Well, you well, the, well, on Kleinmaster, the trick to two cameras is two photo albums. Okay. You put GoPro 8 Aaron, GoPro 8 Aaron in one album. You put GoPro 8 Mike in another album, and then sense. you go you whenever you go, whenever you, you go to Import Media, you know exactly where you're getting it from. Which GoPro are you running now? Eight. Still. Yep. Which okay. one are they up to now? Twelve. Oh, uh, this is eleven. So. I think the twelve and the twelve has an internal receiver for wireless yeah. mics. Bluetooth. I'm sorry, it's Bluetooth. Yeah. The new wireless mics are Bluetooth. So on, on GoPro tens, I use the media mod. <laughs> It's either front or rear. So if me and you are standing here talking, one of us Seriously? sounds real good, one of us sounds horrible. And the GoPro 8, it's not like that. It's yeah, I said they must it. have ruined it. Yeah, they do. I still have an 8 somewhere. I've got an 8 in the pond, damn. <laughs> the, the, only thing, the only thing about about the, the biggest issue with the 8s is you can't, the, change, you can't the change the lens. So I end up buying two or three of them a year, but, man, that's pennies for what I, what they make me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dad likes it whenever Mike loses one because then he gets yeah, his, the metal detect. And he's like, All You right. know what? Right, thanks to your dad and thanks to uh, Lefty's Garden, I still have every camera I've ever used on this channel up really? there. Some of them are not in working order no more. <laughs> yeah. Are you phones too or just cameras? Cameras. <clears throat> yep, I've never lost one. Hmm. Never lost one. I buried a few and found them, but never lost yeah. one. I ran over a few and found them, but never lost one. I'm on my fourth drone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? I How? crashed them. I crashed the one. I've never lost a drone. The first Remember one, when, uh, Stevie turned the log truck over? Yeah. And then my drone just took off. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, it's going to be cool. So the, the, first, drone the, up, first like, drone, the first drone I ever had, he gave me. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. I can't. I can neither confirm nor deny that. Yeah, you just did. Uh, I had, uh, I forgot what it was. It was something ridiculous, like 14,000 flight miles on it. Oh, yeah. That poor thing got its got its exercise. This new drone I got now, I don't use it quite as much anymore, but I've got like 4,500 flight miles on it. Wow. Hmm. My first one, I was flying sideways and crashed into a tree. That'll do it. What it's, drone is it? The, that was the Mini. Okay. The Mavic Mini. The DJI. Yep, DJI. The second one was in my bag, in the dozer, and and uh, it was beside my seat, so I'm pushing dirt down through there, and something, you know, something will roll outside yeah. and blade every once in a while, and you're like, I wonder what that is. Oh, I know what that That's is. That's my camera bag. <laughs> the drone was in the camera bag, and it had fell out of my out of my dozer. Really? And the, I'd run over it, squished Ooh, it. The no. third one, I crashed. That, I wouldn't count tree. that one. <laughs> yeah, so, that don't count as a crash. Yeah, it's, uh, I can't believe the range of them. Because yeah, that yeah. one video, I mean, you were over here at the new farm. Yep. And come up over the hill, and you know, from the market, and it was like, dang, that was. Drone does so much for the. And then the way it was. You're brave with yours too. 
I remember when you first got that one that arrived here from an undisclosed person, <laughs> and your video is just like as far out as it'll possibly go. And I'm like, I've got mine in my backyard where I can still see it. <laughs> and if it falls, I can catch it. <laughs> like, I mean, I just I don't take stupid chances with it. I, no. I, the, the only the, so the one drone you had, the one time I did crash it, but it didn't hurt it. Is where if I was flying around the market, I smacked the Derby Market sign. Yeah. It's in the video, too. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. I was at a job uh, flying a video, and he's a, this guy's a commercial. He's a, a uh, contract pilot. He flies a uh, first billionaire business guy. But anyway, he's got a drone, and he got it out. And that drone was literally, it was this oh, wide. Yeah. And it's got landing gear that when Ooh, it takes off, wow. the landing gear yeah. raises up, so it gets out of the way. This camera's like a $30,000 yep. drone. He says, you want to fly it? And I said, no, I'm on my fourth one. Yeah. I don't okay. need direct five. You know, it's weird. The bigger ones, they don't have all the stabilization crap either, like the little ones do. The I'm little good. ones are pretty easy to fly. They are. Yeah, because we have uh, the DJI and threes <coughs> or whatever they're out now. They're like that big. We got them at work for mm. doing flying inspections. I see some of the people that fly these things, and I'm like, yeah. we still have drones. And then I found <laughs> that we have a storage shed. Full of them. Full of them. <laughs> like, that's how we do it. Yeah. Quantity, not quality. <laughs> Got it. Well, uh, we'll probably need to wrap this one up here before we get too long with it. But long story short, I would encourage anybody to give YouTube a try if they're interested. Mm -hmm. Even if, yeah, even if your channel don't take off and you're not you're one of the big, bigger guys. I mean, I still don't consider myself a big channel. You are. <laughs> there, I mean, there's, there's other guys out there way bigger. But you, just like this, the people you meet, the, the experiences you get. I mean, I, there's some stuff I can't even talk about that I've got to experience that I never really? got experience from from YouTube, you know. Um, and you know, hell, some of my best friends now, everybody at this table except for him, you know, I've met through YouTube. Met through YouTube. I'm a friend. <laughs> You're not quite the Hoover status yet, but you're getting there. I mean, it's milestone. Yeah, and I had to pull over my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to be my friend. You got to be my friend. Yeah. You, you, be a, you need a friend or a ticket? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Well, Sam, man, I appreciate you uh, stopping by and yeah. chatting and visiting uh, uh, their perfect headquarters. And uh, we'll make sure we get you link down below. Go yeah. check it out. Try something. You do honestly. You do. I joke that I don't watch a lot of channels. I've watched a few videos here and there. You do got a good little channel. I appreciate it. Yep. And uh, I think it is cool uh, getting a perspective from a guy that's like trying. I mean, you're in a good place because you've got a lot of other life experiences to lean on, mm -hmm. but you're still completely green in the excavating business, mm -hmm. which I think makes good educational videos mm -hmm. of trying to do what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, and I think people are more likely to follow along and take advice from you knowing you've got some experience under your belt, even though it may be in something something else. Uh, but, uh, no, I appreciate you taking the time to sit down and chat with us. And like you said, we went, we're going to do a podcast, and I was like, absolutely. So, I mean, this is, this, uh, this is really unreal for me to be here in your shop with these guys and you yeah. doing it, doing this podcast. It's just, I'm still sitting here kind of dumbfounded. <laughs> it's, it's cool. It's very Man, cool. Man, we're no, we're no different than you. We do the yeah. same shit every day. Drive truck, push dirt, and hope we make it back home safe. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. Till tomorrow. That's what, uh, what it comes down to. So, well, glad to have Jason back. Yes. We've missed you, buddy. Glad to be back. We're going to get as many of these dead while you're in Indiana as we can. I'm, I'm banking on it. Do I get so. to ask him a question? Yeah. Ooh. All right.
So, I tried doing this for all of our guests. <coughs> One piece of advice to give anybody you just met off the street. Doesn't have to be related to YouTube or anything at all. Anything. What would you give? Uh, Jason goes all deep on a fun podcast. That's right. A relationship with Jesus Christ. Okay. Yep. Yep. Amen. That, that will do more for you, not only in this life, certainly for uh, our eternal life. And, and that is the foundation. That, and you mentioned starting YouTube there a while ago. I do a message, a uh, scripture message, Bible message at the end of all my videos. And it is amazing how many people across the entire world that comment on those messages and what that meant to them and how that helped them and how that message blessed them and, and you know, helped them in that video. That has been unreal. I expected when I started doing those messages at the end of my videos, I really, really expected to get hammered, just absolutely hammered. But I'm talking Brazil, South Africa, France, Germany, United Kingdom, Australia, Brazil, all over the world that have commented. And it's just been, that's been, uh, that's been phenomenal. And that's, that's what I really take to heart in my videos is, is uh, sharing that message. Yeah, and it's, uh, that'd be the, that, if I was going to leave something with somebody, that'd be it. We never got yours. No. I, I think the big thing is just, just helping others. You know, yeah. it, this world gets so hung up and caught yeah. up in mine and what can I get for myself and, you know. Everybody's very self-centered. It, it really is, and people are quick to make comments and aren't quick to stop and listen and think and lend a hand and. And, and like you said, it's just having that that relationship with. So yeah, it just taking a second, and you know, it takes nothing to lend mm -hmm. lend a hand. Mm -hmm. And and I think Mike's a big you know proponent of that. He's I've I've seen him and observed him, and it doesn't matter who you are. He's got time to talk to you, and and I think you know we've all sit around and said. You know this group of individuals and friends, and we've taken trips and done things, mm -hmm. and and not not one of us would be the type to turn away from turn away from somebody. So, yep. that has been rewarding. And that's the one thing about YouTube, and that's why I watch so much YouTube is because it's absolutely real. Yeah, well, it, it is true. Some of it's Most of it's true reality TV. But your channel and and other people's channels that I watch, <laughs> that's that's real. You know, yeah. it's not made up. It's that's why I, I don't watch any TV. I watch all. all that goes TV. goes back yeah. to being relatable. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, my mine would be if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. That's right. And if you stop worrying about the money, it'll take care of itself. Like I think so many people take jobs they hate just because they think they're going to have this big payday, and they end up not making the money, and they end up being miserable. Like if you do what you. Uh, I feel <laughs> if you do, if you do, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. And if you don't worry about the money, it'll take care of itself. It's it sounds simple, but it's. I mean, that was a turning point for me. Whenever I shut down the construction business, like I don't care if I make ten bucks, I'm just done. I want to do what I want, and it's been. Yeah, it makes a difference when you go on the job the next day, and you have you have money blues. I have money. Yeah, blues. I mean. You get on a job that just turns into a disaster. But the nice thing about what we do now is a long job for me is two weeks. Mm -hmm. So 
So a worst case scenario, I suffer through a week and come on to the next one. You know what I mean? Yeah. We used to build custom houses. If stuff went wrong day one, you're there for six, eight months or a year. You know, and it's it's that's and some people may like that. I'm ready to move on. Yeah. You know. And with dirt, you can always fix it. Yeah. <laughs> you can always fix Within it. Within reason. Yeah. You're exactly right. So, but yeah, if you, like I said, I just wish more people would chase their dreams and their passions and right. stop worrying about what how much they make doing it. Right. That's that's good. That's a good point. You know what I mean? I think if they just do what they love. Uh, they'll, they'll find a way to make it live and do it and I mean you can't whenever you die you can't take it with you so long as you got enough to live while you're here what's, what, who cares about what the big number is in the bank account I'm broke as a joke and proud of it <laughs> I don't care yeah uh, but you Mr. Works a lot you started this circle Oh, you got all serious, so you're going to have to finish this off. Yeah. <laughs> you made me lower my voice and everything. I know. I, know. <laughs> I, was, I was enjoying story time. Um, I, at the end of the day, I think uh, kindness is free. And I think that it's something that should be done more often. I think people need to learn how to put a value on life. Um, and you need to, to recognize when somebody is, is struggling. Lend them a hand. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying you gotta go out of your way, go crazy. Simple, hey man, how you doing today? That's all I gotta do. Mm-hmm. That's about it, though. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes that goes a long way. Just like you made a comment, you know, sometimes I don't realize how big a deal it is me just commenting on a random channel. Oh, it's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just take that for granted. I'm not trying to be a, an asshole about it, but. My point with that is, is sometimes just saying hi to somebody <clears throat> may make a big difference in that person's life that day. It, yeah. it, it took me no effort, no time. It was meaningless to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it ain't about me. It's about Someone the person receiving mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and that's, that goes hand in hand. Yeah. You know. And, and to that to that point, I had a comment yesterday or whenever, I think it was yesterday, a comment guy said uh, he, and, he and his son love the channel. He's a nine-year-old son. He said he absolutely loves you and loves the channel. So I just sent the comment back, what's his name? Because I'm going to mention his name in the next, yeah. next yeah. opportunity I get. Um, and that will mean, the, for a nine-year-old kid, that uh, will mean the world. That's what I, that's one major disadvantage of having a bigger channel, is you miss a lot of stuff like that. No. Not on purpose, just because there's so much so, going on. You get so many comments. Yeah. But I used to do some of that, too, back whenever I was smaller, and I could manage more of the comments. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. Uh, I, and I'm not saying I can't still do it now, but it's just harder to... Hard to catch. I do catch it on live feeds a lot. I'll see people wanting yeah. to mention their say, and I'll try to if I can see it. I'll try to do it on there for sure. But yeah. um, but no. But like I said, Sam, appreciate you coming in. Yep, it's really cool getting to getting to sit down. I know when we were at Utility Expo, it was kind of a hectic mess. It was running, 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 running. Yeah, I was trying to keep Aaron on a live feed. How I knew. Yeah. <laughs> That's hurting cats. Yeah, it was it was it was an adventure to say the least. But it's pretty cool to get to sit down and catch up with you. Yep. You can enjoy a little BOT training tomorrow. See if Officer Hoover can learn us something. And uh, we got a few more podcasts in store, so we should have a good little run here. If all goes well, everybody crosses their fingers and their toes tonight. Yeah. We're going to record the DOT training. Yeah, we'll have the DOT training as a podcast, and then uh, those are good. Yeah, I'll have, have a few other things. So. All right, guys, we're going to wrap her up. Thanks for listening. And uh, a few points from Jason. No. I, like, I like a few points from Perfect. I'm Wait, happy with our I name. think you come up with that name. I did. I pitched it. But I, I meant it with the level. 
And then realized real quick, this may have been a mistake. It wasn't even close to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? It's fine. Yeah. It's all right. All right. We'll get you on the next one. Thanks, guys. Cheers.